4.5 W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Police in Southern California still can't say why a man opened fire Saturday night at a Los Angeles area ballroom dance club. The attack in a predominantly Asian-American community left 10 people dead and came amid celebrations of the Lunar New Year. The Monterey Park slayings have sent a wave of fear through the Asian-American community and have cast a shadow over festivities nationwide. The gunman was found Sunday dead of his self-inflicted gunshot wound in a van. Authorities say he fled in a vehicle after people thwarted his attempt at a second shooting Saturday night. Los Angeles County Sheriff identified him as 72-year-old Hu Can Tran. Ten other people were wounded. It is the deadliest attack since 21 people were killed last May at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. Larry Marino, Los Angeles. A protest turned violent in downtown Atlanta over the weekend. It all began with a demonstration by environmentalists at the site of a planned public safety training center. A half dozen people were arrested. A closely watched forecast is calling for a blizzard. A blizzard of paint slip. The survey by the National Association for Business Economics says that not only are more businesses expecting job reductions at their firms, but they're also expected to spend less on expansions for the first time since the pandemic. It's a sign that the Federal Reserve's push to raise interest rates is having the desired effect of slowing the economy. And that's correspondent Donna Warder reporting. Spotify, the latest tech firm to announce job cuts, the music streaming service cutting roughly 6% of its global wor workforce, and that figures to about 600 jobs on the chopping block. On Wall Street this hour, the Dow 86 points higher, the Nasdaq is up 121 points, the S&P ahead 24. More on these stories at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our Specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. Russia's foreign minister visiting South Africa for the first time since his country invaded Ukraine early last year. Aggression that the BBC's Pumza Falani says Pretoria has refused to condemn. Russian Minister Sergei Lavrov's Southern Africa tour is perfectly timed. The Kremlin has been alienated from a number of powerful countries in the West since its invasion of Ukraine nearly a year ago, with some looking to cut back on business with Russia as a sign of protest. But here in South Africa, things are not that clear-cut. The two countries have historic ties dating back to South Africa's fight to end apartheid and in recent years close business ties through the BRICS block of emerging economies which both countries are a member of. 
One of Haiti's nearly 200 gangs has ambushed a police unit in the capital, Port-au-Prince. Three officers dead, one wounded, another missing. News and analysis at townhall.com. Hi, everybody. Good morning. A winter weather advisory is in effect for all of northern Connecticut. We are expecting rain to change over to snow this afternoon. Late this morning through early this afternoon, we could pick up anywhere from one to three inches of snow in northern Connecticut uh, this afternoon through early this evening. So just keep that in mind. Tonight, snow tapers off to a mostly cloudy sky early, then gradual clearing. 28. Tomorrow, sunny breaks, breezy, highs in the low 40s. Wednesday, cloudy with a chance for snow. And then changing over to rain at night, it'll be breezy, highs in the mid to upper 30s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. 35 in Norwich, 38 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Governor Ned Lamont will be in Waterbury this afternoon to announce his legislative proposals on gun violence. Lamont will visit the Waterbury Police Department to lay out his plans. They're part of the uh, governor's package of priorities for the 2023 legislative session that he will present to the General Assembly in detail next month. state has been dealing with a spike in gun violence in the last few years, especially in its largest cities. Connecticut officials are holding an event today to mark the 50th anniversary of the Roe v. Wade U.S. Supreme Court ruling. The governor will lead the ceremony in the north lobby of the state capitol in Hartford to recognize yesterday's anniversary. Lieutenant Governor Susan Beisowitz, many other state public officials will be on hand for that ceremony. The Supreme Court, of course, overturned the Roe v. Wade ruling just last year, but the protections that it established were codified into Connecticut law uh, many years ago. Connecticut Senator, along with Rhode Island Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, they were among the senators who visited war-ravaged Ukraine last week. Whitehouse and Blumenthal were uh, joined by Lindsey Graham of South Carolina, making the trip to Kiev, meeting with President Vladimir Zelensky. The three senators presented a united front, praising the fighting spirit of the Ukrainian army. They also tried to calm fears of some Ukrainians that the Republicans who are now in charge of the U.S. House would cut war funding. Snow this afternoon. A winter weather advisory is in effect for Wyndham County, where more snow is expected, maybe one, two, three inches here just a little bit. High today of 40. It's 35 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Well, good morning, sir. Hello, there we Stuart. Go. There we go. Just adjusting my earphones. Oh, boy. These are old. i got to get some new earphones. Get some ear. Why didn't you ask for Christmas, some earphones for well, Christmas? Well, I got, I got these real good ones. Well, where are they? And then I brought them in, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. they don't work good here. What do you mean they don't work good here? You know, they're just soft. It's too soft. It's mm, really? weird. Yeah. Can't I mean, turn they, it up? These were expensive things. So hmm. I don't know. I got to go look for some more cheap ones. Get some cheapies, yeah. Get some cheapies there. So I didn't know I was going to make it today because uh, I was driving on Route 2 and mm-hmm. uh, there was a, I don't know, must have been an accident, a big tie-up. and uh, Oh, really? Nobody could get through. Oh, boy. So I said, well, you know, I have my sense of direction is a little off. Yeah. And uh, I figured, well, I'll, I'll follow the person that's in front of me who turned around and mm-hmm. see how we can get to Norwich. <laughs> So I end up on these winding roads and awful yep. turns and, yep. you know, yep. really dangerous roads. And mm-hmm. this for about 15 minutes. Okay. And finally, finally, I weasel my way back to uh, where I want to be. Okay. And I ended up in the place where 
where I started that I had to turn around. Oh, no. You know what that felt like? I said, oh, man, I'm here. Whoa. It's like Groundhog Day. Yeah, it was Groundhog Day. Ah. So then I did it again, and I followed somebody else, and I finally uh, got to a point where uh, I was okay, and I went past, because they were blocking off a lot of the area. Mm -hmm. Just, mm. anyway, it's a lovely day in the night. You don't have a GPS in your car? Uh, yeah, I did. I and didn't even think of didn't that. Didn't think to use that? Yeah, I thought for sure I was just going to end up a little further down. So I, anyway, we're here. That's good. You got here, here in time. It's a nice foggy day. Yeah, it's it's the worst. Cold rain's the worst. Yeah, so um, is this going to be in our neck of the woods, a little snow? Yeah, I think we'll get a little. Wow. Yeah, oh. we'll get a little this afternoon. Okay. Not much, but not much. Okay, we'll like, take like we'll take like. not much. I oh, know we haven't had any yet. Everybody's talking about the egg prices. Yeah, yeah. Hundred and eight percent egg prices are up. Something like that. There's an egg um, shortage. Yeah, I've seen eight dollar a carton eggs. <laughs> eight dollars. So we'll have to find some substitutes, eh? No. No. You don't think so? Either pay it or just don't eat any eggs for a while. I don't know. I don't know. Substitutes don't sound good. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could live without eggs for a while. You know, no problem. You know, yeah. except I'll miss egg salad. You know. Mm. Number one movie uh, was Avatar next uh, last weekend. Yeah, it's been that way for a while. Number yeah. two was Puss in Boots. Is that a cartoon? I don't know. What oh, that Puss is. in Boots from um, Shrek. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, I'm out of the loop. Mm. People say I'm a little loopy. Yeah. Uh, M3 GAN is third. Oh, that's that's Megan. Megan, that's Megan. Okay. That is a, an intense looking movie that I, yeah. somehow I kind of want to see. That's robotic. It's very right? scary. Number four is missing. And number five is. is a movie I recommend called A Man Called Otto. Yeah, yeah. I told my wife you recommended that. Yeah, you're gonna like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I plan on seeing that one. By the way, I'm uh, discarding some. Uh, f- I'm discarding some golf clubs. What? Which are very old. You're giving up? No, I, oh. I have newer clubs which I'm giving okay. up soon. But um, <laughs> so, if there's anybody in your family that would like some golf clubs, because okay, I'm going to chuck them. What kind are they? Old. Old. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a driver. There's a. Is that a whole set? Well, there's a lot of different. Uh, there's a five and a seven and uh, a putter. And oh wow! Yeah, uh-huh. you should have called Shelly yesterday. She was doing the flea market on WCTY. She would have probably oh, found a yeah. found a taker for that. That's right. Well, or maybe know, somebody I'd, will hear this. <clears throat> yeah. I'd rather give them away than than throw them away. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Do they come with all your bad habits? <laughs> Well, let's just say uh, the clubs weren't used that much because I did miss a few balls. Okay. Right. And then the story about the man who was arrested for playing a violin. What's wrong with playing a violin? What's, uh, what's MSN says U.S. Immigrations and Customs recently arrested a 22-year-old man from Italy for pretending to play the violin. Pretending. Customs officers in Palm Beach County, Florida, investigating Giovanni Radu. Sounds like a violin player. He does, doesn't he? After receiving a tip, they found that he was playing a violin recording through his speakers while pretending to play an actual violin. Oh, and soliciting money, I guess. Yeah, okay. he told people okay. that he was performing yep. 
in order to support his children. Mm. Giovanni made $80,000. No. No, I'm seriously, what? just for fiddling around. Before, Fake fiddling. Before the police arrested him. Eighty grand. 80, Those dudes 80 make grand. that much money. Get your violins out, folks. Holy smokes! I can find a violin tape. By the way, he doesn't have kids. I says that he doesn't he, even have kids. No, he's illegal to uh, accept charitable donations for children that don't exist. That's illegal. Yeah. Giovanni conned people outside of TJ Maxx. Oh. <laughs> One of my wife's favorite stores. So she would have yeah, so fallen for Giovanni. You bro. see a false violin player out there? Hmm. Hmm. That's amazing. These stories never cease to amaze me. Back so, across uh, the border for Giovanni. I heard you talking about the story of the girl who's uh, having Santa do a, a DNA yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, to see if... Uh, that was a cute story. Huh? Yeah, to see if he's real. This smart little girl. That's a great idea. She says, uh, if you're a real Santa, take a DNA test. Yep. Here's a cookie and a carrot. I want to know yeah. who bit into this. And, um... I think he said he's, they're going to do it. Yeah, they'll mm -hmm. do it. They're going to do it. I'll have the results pretty soon, I would think. I hope they wait a few years till she's older, and you don't want to, you don't want to lie to her. But he I, is right. You said he is real, so he's real. So Stu. that's uh, that's good enough for me. That's right. Mm -hmm. So they'll come back, and it'll be yeah, it was Santa. It was Santa. Okay. By the way, uh, just one more thing. There's a. Uh, a mom has made rooster nuggets. Rooster nuggets? After rooster attacks a young girl, the India Times says a pet rooster recently attacked a young Mississippi girl. Okay. Megan Schmidt says her daughter suffered injuries okay. to her forehead, cheeks, okay. and neck. Okay. The young girl almost lost an eye. Schmidt oh, okay. killed the rooster and then made rooster nuggets for dinner. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> See, honey, this is the rooster that uh, attacked you. Would you like a nugget? Good grief. It's a little revenge, isn't it? It's really bizarre. It's usually uh, best served cold, but I'm assuming those mm -hmm. nuggets were warm. Well, have a safe day. Well, thank you, Stu. Hope you can find your way home in case there's any more blockages of the road. But I remember, you have a GPS in your car. I wish somebody could have filmed that. It was like <laughs> Ruben. I was on roads I had never been in this really? area. Little winding roads. Oh, sure. There's a lot of them. Looked like those little racing tracks when we were a kid. Oh, yeah. Zigzagging and figure eights. And I said, this is, I'm going to end up Fun. in Al Albuquerque. <laughs> I should have taken a lift in Albuquerque. And then I did see a sign that said Norwich. Yay! Yay! And I went to another end of the road, and there I was where I started. Oh, boy. Eek. Groundhog Day for Stu. Well, that's coming up very soon. It is. It's All right. We'll have a big, oh, good grief. Yeah, next week. Is it next week? No. Yeah. yeah next week, yeah. yeah the thirty first is one. Yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. It's one of my favorite holidays. I hate that holiday. <laughs> you don't, well, you don't have to give a gift. I'm getting more and more irritated about Groundhog's Day as I get older. I don't know why. I know, I'm kinda of sick of it too. Yeah. 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 First of all, I don't trust it. No. You know, now there's more than Puxatawney Phil. There's, yeah, uh, yeah, that's annoying. Luigi Larry. There's yeah. all over the world. You know, what, Ed. So what shadow are you supposed to trust? Yeah. They have to ruin everything. That's right. That, you're right. They have to ruin everything, yeah. whoever they are. I want one groundhog, and, yes. and that's it. All right, I don't want to hog the time. <laughs> Talk to you soon. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Good morning. A winter weather advisory is in effect for all of northern Connecticut. We are expecting rain to change over to snow 
this afternoon. Late this morning through early this afternoon, we could pick up anywhere from one to three inches of snow in northern Connecticut uh, this afternoon through early this evening. So just keep that in mind. Tonight, snow tapers off to a mostly cloudy sky early, then gradual clearing. 28. Tomorrow, sunny breaks, breezy, highs in the low 40s. Wednesday, cloudy with a chance for snow. And then changing over to rain at night, it'll be breezy, highs in the mid to upper 30s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Monday. Right, let's uh, get into some good conversation at 889-5252. And the number is 889-5252. WICH, good morning. Hi, welcome to the program. Hope you're doing well. Um, Yes, sir. Yeah, so I had a... uh I had a, a story that came out. Um, figured I'd read parts of it on the air. The Democratic Party's House Minority Whip, so I believe that's number two below the minority leader. Um, her son, a 23-year-old who identifies as non-binary, was arrested last night spot, um, spray-painting a uh, some kind of public monument with no cop city in ACAB, which is all cops are bad. Mm. Um, when the police arrived, the about 20 of these protesters uh, surrounded the officers, screaming profanities through megaphones on the street. Um, one, at least one officer was hit in the face and started bleeding. So the son, the non-binary son of the House Minority Whip, was uh, charged with assault by means of a dangerous weapon. Destruction or injury of personal property, mm-hmm. damage of property by graffiti slash tagging, and uh, is expected to appear in court. Um, this same son was mentioned on Meet the Press several years ago as someone who has nightmares thinking about climate change. So I, I think that would be a clue as to how he got radicalized. To me, it seems like he got radicalized at home. Uh, boy, those stories are... Uh, yeah, I saw a lot of the yeah. footage of them uh, going after the police, and uh, it's just disgusting. I mean, the stupidity and the immaturity of some of these people there, they don't even know what they're uh, demonstrating for. Well, I, I think they know what they're demonstrating for. They want to overturn the system. They want complete destruction of the system. Which would destroy, and, which would destroy them. Well, they, they don't care. This, mm-hmm. this is a domestic terrorist who is the son of the number two person in the house. Pretty amazing. I'm, I'm going to be calling Joe Courtney's office, and I'm going to ask him to uh, file some kind of motion to have her removed from leadership. I, obviously, he's not going to do it, but I'll call the office nonetheless. Well, I hope he's We shouldn't punished. have domestic terrorists or family members of domestic terrorists in house leadership. I think that's uh, a bipartisan thing to say. I hope he's punished as much as the other ones. Or if any of them get punished these days, who knows? I hope so, too. Yeah, thank you, sir. All right, take care. Did you see those of the footage in Georgia? Okay, the, first of all, they were, they were going crazy against the police because a policeman was shot at and shot back and killed the perpetrator. And then they're also having, uh, which is very important, they're having something that uh, everybody should want, a police training center with all the rules and regulations, but uh, obviously the, uh, I don't even know what to call these fools, they didn't like that because they were having this training center in their area. So that was part of the demonstration. Of course, it got out of hand, and uh, we'll talk about it. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, welcome to the program. If you'd like to make a call. 
Hi, WICH. Welcome. Stu, you there? I'm here. Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Okay. Thank you. I still have my uh, raspy cough. Some comes back sometimes. How about yeah, you? Comes and goes. What can I tell yep. you? I Same thing then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like when I sleep and then I get up and I'm just getting up, it's like it's draining to the bottom, whatever moisture it is. Just hang in there, buddy. Hang in there, buddy. Hopefully it'll fade. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, And I was wondering if we could do people's phobias today, if you have time. Yeah, they can call any time if they want to talk about their phobia, because just about everybody has some phobia, or uh, some is more intense than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the joke phobia for me is the uh, if I, I I'm afraid to run out of toilet paper, but uh, yeah, it seems like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah off of the subject of toilets. Um, What's your phobia, I, what, son? I, I went camping in a a few years ago, and I was gonna uh, sleep outside, not in the tent, because it was kind of hot. So, um, but I, what I'm afraid to do is put the uh, the lantern or the flashlight out at a campground because I laid on top of the picnic table and when the fire went out and the, the lantern went out, all there were like hundreds of spiders all over the whole picnic table. They must have been hiding underneath and waiting for dark. So you have a fear of spiders? Spiders and centipedes and all those things that come out when it gets dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically the fear isn't really of the creatures, it's of... Um, Sleeping outside of the tent, camping. Oh, well, you always have uh, more potential of uh, insects being around you if you're out there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was bear country, and I, like I said, I was the only one in the campground because it mm-hmm. was a secondary campground, and part of it was called Sleepy Hollow, um, and it was just kind of an odd. It, it, it was really nice people there, but uh, you know, when those spiders come out, they come out quick. The light yeah. goes out, and then put the light back on quick, and hundreds of them. That would probably have freaked me out too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't camp out, so... He was half Native American, he was half English, and he was was elderly at this time in his life, so he went, his his daughter lived up the hill from where he lived, so he went up the hill, and he went, when he went back home, down the hill, he tripped, and it's a dirt road with the culvert type thing on each side, and he couldn't get up. And he said he, he he had to stay there. He stayed there all night, and he felt like snakes crawling all over him and mm-hmm. stuff. Well, I, I don't have to worry that. about that. I don't camp out, so but um, that sounds yeah. very uncomfortable. Okay, everybody's fear. Call, please. Right, thank you. Welcome please. to the program. Good morning. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Oh, What's I up? love the country, but <clears throat> I wouldn't camp out either, knowing all the oogie-boogie animals and stuff that's out there and insects. Um, hey, you know, last night, you know me, middle of the night. Um, I, I worry about your sleeping habits, Susan. Yeah. All right. I, I, I can get by on six hours of sleep. I'm fine. Um, you know, uh, uh, Curtis Wheeler, you know, he's the one that run, run against Adams in New York City for mayor, right? That was, uh, no, that was somebody... What, what no, you, what? it was Curtis Wheeler. Oh, yeah, Curtis, of yeah, course. Yeah. I didn't understand what you said. He yeah. did run. He. They should have had... Listen, I like Curtis. I think he was on my show once. Really? Uh, I like him, yeah. He's... Uh, I want to get him on again. He's a riot. Well, I know he's a riot, but I, I don't think he was the right candidate for uh, to run for mayor. I think they could have done better. 
Well, I would have preferred him because this guy is just what we thought he was going to be, and that is not very good. Well, he's got his... I mean, they put him on midnight to whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I was cruising the, the dial, and he was on, and he was talking about him and his wife, who I guess is half blind or is blind, walking across the street in Manhattan or wherever they are living, and they were gonna, he was taking her to the doctor, and he said a woman on an e-bike literally ran into both of them and knocked them on the ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's terrible. But, you know, New York City, I heard that a Fox News weather guy got beat up yes, on... Yes, uh, I saw him this morning. He got beat up on the train. He was trying to help an older man who uh, these punks had set his hair on fire. Oh, no. I didn't and, hear uh, that. And they set his hair on fire, and, and the weather guy said, tried to protect him and say, hey, what are you guys doing? So then they went after him. They tried to knock him out. Uh, fortunately, he's going to be okay. He was on the program this morning, and they know who the guys are, but uh, because New York is, uh, I can't even say it on the air, I'll get arrested, uh, so soft on criminals that it's going to be charged as a misdemeanor. Uh, But we'll see what happens. He's going to fight it. You know, they used to call New York the Big Apple. I'm calling it the Rotten Apple. And I'm like, okay, now, you know, they have cruise ships out of New York. They're going to use the terminal (laughs) for all of the, uh, they call them asylum seekers that are coming here. So they're going to do that. And there, I think it was on Twitter, there is a video and this is in New York, in a grocery store. You know they have a major rat problem, right? Well, there is literally a rat on, it's either a big roaster chicken or a turkey. He's in the grocery store, in the meat department, in the poultry oh, department, dear. chewing on, I mean, okay, I saw uh, it. It's right on the, on the internet. And well, I'm like, it's something I won't check out. It's man, too gross uh, for me. You know, when, when it gets to that point, I mean, mm. they'll, they'll close down a uh, restaurant for cockroaches. Well, what are you going to do about rats? Listen, I'm, I'm rooting for New York. It's, uh, you know, people have such... Wonderful memories of New York, and um, what's well, happened is I don't know. they're, elect- they're electing the good. wrong. They're electing the wrong people, and people that should be in jail are not in jail, and that's literally ruining ruining New York City. And oh, uh, you want to hear another one about New York? I heard they okay, opened quick. their first pot shop, right? Mm-hmm. Well, pot shops are going up well, everywhere. Well, I know they're legal, but Curtis Wheeler <laughs> was talking about it because he was on, even though he, he got ran over by an e-bike, but. It's a a person who's an ex-pothead. I hooked on it, and I guess he probably had a criminal record before, and now he's running a pot shop. How ironic, isn't it? And making money on it. First one. That's something. Nothing surprises me anymore, Sue. Now it's like truth is stranger than fiction. I don't know when that phrase came out, but I'll tell you what. It's proven itself out. And one more thing. Blumenthal. I heard this on another station. He went to the Ukraine. I give him credit for that. Yeah, but the way they said it, after spending a weekend in the Ukraine, it's like, yeah, but the thing is, 
is it is so dangerous. And they are building up all the Well, that's why I give them a lot of credit. I mean, if I'm going to go on vacation, it would be Bermuda, not the Ukraine. Yeah. Hey, got to go. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Hi. Hello? Hello. I'm here. You're there. What's up? Yes. Hello. Oh, uh, Stu. Hi. Stu. Hi. Yes. Um... <laughs> Good thing you weren't caught up with the roundabouts. No, I wasn't caught up with the roundabouts. <laughs> no, that's good. No. But I'm in a funny mood, so I had a few things I wanted to say. And um, uh, over the weekend, I'm listening to the news station, and for people that are waking up, or, you know, for this week, uh, there's more documents um, found at the Delaware home uh, of um, yes, Joe, uh, Biden. Joe Biden. Yes, so mm-hmm. Delaware underwear. So are they going to check that? Uh, so? I don't know. I don't know. I I wouldn't not want to be the one that checks that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me either. <clears throat> they probably have smoke stains in them. But uh, the other thing was. Um, the other thing, or what I gathered was, uh, there was two things. You know, Gandhi had three wise monkeys, right? And it was hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in relation to something I learned growing up, uh, was monkey see, monkey do, monkey gets in trouble too. Right? That's what's happening, right? Right. If you want to put a monkey wrench into it, go ahead. Well, mm-hmm. actually, they have something in common, you know. Um, I don't know why they didn't clean up their act after the Clinton thing and the Biden thing. And it's like... Um, well, one thing, one thing Donald Trump was right, and I'm not a fan of his, uh, but uh, Washington is a swamp, and we, we need to clean it up if we're going to have this country the way this country should be, so everybody needs to speak up. Exactly, and that's why I say they, there needs to be a new load of laundry in Washington. Secondly, the thing I wanted to say, because uh, Wonder Man brought up about toilet paper, um, I'm not going to go his route, but... I was thinking, out of all this, it's better than crying. Humor is better than crying. So I was thinking, with all these documents being located, I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, he had a thought. Maybe he had a thought? Are you there? Oh, now she's thoughtless. I don't know what happened there. All right, we'll take a break and get to your call coming up, WICH. AM and FM. 94.5 and 13.10 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Fox News commentary. Republicans are in control of the House, which means our public servants actually have to show up to work. I'm all for it. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. 
Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Far too long, our members of Congress have been able to use COVID as an excuse to not show up to work. That whole work from home thing was dubbed proxy voting during the pandemic and allowed members to vote remotely without actually having to show up. Well, now the Republicans are in charge, that luxury is officially over. Speaker McCarthy has declared, if you want your vote to count, you better show up. For the last couple of years, both Republicans and Democrats have used and abused this proxy voting perk, but enough is enough. Doctors, nurses, farmers, ranchers, firefighters, and law enforcement officers all have to risk their lives away from the comfort of their homes to complete their essential tasks. And our members of Congress should be expected to do the same. And not only members of Congress, American workers need to get off the couch and get into the office. The COVID comfort has been a hammock of laziness for far too long. Get up. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. She's a ticket. You hear her every day. It's uh, 1033 at WIC. It's 35 degrees. We've got some mush coming out of the skies later. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu, um, I'm just kind of curious. I mean, I know it's still the winter season, but are we turning our clocks uh, ahead in the spring, or is that done with? I mean, I've been trying to look it up on the Internet, and I can't seem to we're find still, anything. We're still going to do it. Uh, we're still going to do it. Yeah, we're going to do it in, in March. Uh, late March, we'll be turning the clocks ahead, spring forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just such a pain, you know. But They talk every year about getting rid of it, and they never do. Yeah. All right, that's all I wanted to know. Okay, sir, thank you. Yep. Talk, 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 talk. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, good morning. Would you like to uh, actually speak, or is this one of those uh, silent calls? If it is, I'll get the last word. Hi, WICH. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, In Saturday's day, Mm -hmm. there was a, a profound... Um, wonderful, I think, article. And this is what it said. An unexpected rescue at sea off Florida. Stonington fishing boat owner finds 13 Cuban refugees in makeshift craft. And this is what it said. On Tuesday, Joe Gilbert owner of four town dock fishing boats was 20 miles from shore in the Straits of Florida doing some pleasure fishing with a friend Mm -hmm. when he spotted something in the distance. As he drew closer, he recognized it was a Cuban chug, a makeshift vessel, vessel often used by refugees and cobbled together from items such as scrap metal, wooden pallets or foam, and small engines from lawnmowers or cars. Gilbert said the story of his personal experience with the Cuban refugee crisis that saw more than 500 Cuban refugees land in the Florida Keys between December 31st and January 4th alone should not be about him but about civic duty 
and he would have done more for them mm -hmm. if he had been able to. What I hope we could all get from this is that we live a blessed life. God has blessed us with resources in plenty, he said, adding when we can, we should help. That's what Americans have always done. It's what we're known for, and it's what we should always be known for all over the world. I thought that was a lovely, a lovely article. Well, he, he cares for people, and most people are good, and we don't want them to get hurt. Right. But, I uh, thought that was a beautiful article. And he's a wonderful man, and he's a real American man. Well, I hope he's listening, and I just had to read that. I hope he's listening, too. Yes. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Hello, WICH, you're on. Hello, Stu, how are you? All right, sir. Boy, have I got a list of grievances this morning. Well, I know you're not listless, so I'm ready. All right, here we go. But like it or not, the president's got to go. we got to impeach him. He's totally insane. Well, I don't know about that, but... Um only he got... can't ride a bicycle, never mind take a driver's test. I'm not sure he's insane. He's a typical politician who, I uh, hope that not, it's, I don't want to think that everyone is, but he's a, he's a tremendous liar, and uh, he's scary, and he follows uh, some bad uh, advice, in my opinion. All right. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got an opinion. Yep. Go ahead, sir. Oh. Now, here's number two. <laughs> Uh, I was watching the football game yesterday with my son, and he says, Hey, Dad, enjoy it. He says, Because next year you won't be able to see it. It's all going to be pay preview. Is that right? And uh, I said, What are you talking about? He said, If you want to see the game, you're going to have to push a button on the dial. And he says, It'll charge you 15 bucks. He said, They got it all wrapped up. It's, it's a done deal. Well, I hadn't heard that one. Well,. I'm not a big sports fan, but I'll lay on the couch on a Sunday and watch a game. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, uh, you're going to do that with baseball too, huh, do you think? Uh, if, if you got yeah. money involved, it's going to be paid for you. <clears throat> for you. Well, now, some of your sports fans out there could probably elaborate a little more than I do. It just I was told I'm going to have to pay, and I had to grab my heart. That's, uh, well, I, I, I would be a holdout. I'll yeah, listen to it on radio. Uh, <laughs> the gentleman on Fridays, all he does is talk sports, 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 sports. And uh, it's going to get to the point now we can't even afford to watch the sports. So I think it's time to change the floor mat, you know. Uh, well, they certainly, if you have another topic, just call in and he'll, uh, he'll address yeah, that, too. Yeah, he'll give you a couple of minutes on that one. Mm -hmm. All right, grievance number three. You ready? Number three, ladies and gentlemen. What is ladies it? Ladies and gentlemen, number three. Number three. I'm about to go to Big Y and do some grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. This week, I'm only going to buy the shelves that the eggs go in because I can't afford the inside the eggs. Oh, the shelves are a little less expensive, yeah. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to taste. Yeah, I see. You don't want to shell out the money, period. Yeah, you know, I don't want to shell out the money. I think it's a total disgrace, the, the prices of food in the grocery stores. And now they're talking about maybe giving all the children in America three meals a day at school because they're not getting it at home. Well, why don't they just bring their pillow with them and stay there at the school because the parents are not doing their job, whether it's economically or what. They made them. They should feed them. So the, uh, that means even dinner? They're going to 
Give them di- yeah, the they- federal government says, yeah, we'll give them three meals a day. They're not getting any food at home. Well, they're going to keep them after class? That's a little late to be in school. Well, I don't right? know. They'll probably give them a lobster on the way home. They can eat it on the sidewalk. But three meals a day. Where is the responsibility of the parents? Well, I think most are responsible, but there are some, obviously, that are not. Yes, I, I, I feel bad, but they made them. They can feed them. <laughs> okay. Okay, catch you later. All right, checking his Perfect. list. There it is. Stu Breyer with you. You're on the air. Hi. Well, I've had enough. You've had enough? Oh, there's always more. Well, and unexpected. Yes. Ralph Nader. Mm-hmm. Long time no hear Ralph Nader. No. Um, this re- is in regard to the uh, resurrection of President Obama as a uh, background and backdrop for President Joe Biden. And they uh, all of a sudden are uh, referencing on the news network, I caught this uh, last night or the night before, uh, how uh, Obama is supporting Biden statements. And I think it had to do with uh, his treasonous theft of documents. You know, I think, uh, this is just my opinion, I think President Obama uh, is uh, just saying those things because it's good for the party, but I believe he's too smart a guy to know that there's a lot of problems. But he's doing his thing as a Democrat. But Ralph Nader criticized uh, former President Obama for what, uh, although this was an old article, Mm -hmm. but it applies very much to Senator Blumenthal, and it applies specifically to President Joseph Biden. Um, President Obama, in all of his speeches and notes, Ralph Nader criticized him for never ever, in his important speeches, I believe, like his inauguration of State of the Union, um, mentioned the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. So why is it so um, politically um, important for the Democrat uh, Biden and uh, Obama and Blumenthal not to mention the Israeli-Palestinian conflict? I, I believe they don't want to upset the Palestinians, I guess. Well, yeah, but you see, they're all bound up to go to the Ukraine. Now, Biden, I think, is a fool to do what he's doing, supporting the Ukrainians. It's my personal opinion. All right. Well, that's what now, the show's about, personal opinions. Blumenthal is doing it not because of the uh, urge to get people to be democratic, but because he's voting along the Israeli ticket. And in so doing... Uh, if he was to uh, be interested really, truly in the issues instead of his own, uh, uh, what do you call it, aggrandizement, mm-hmm. he would, he would uh, revisit um, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. I think this did President uh, Jimmy Carter in. All right, sir, I've got to run, but thanks for uh, that. I'll have to... Uh work on that.
ponder it for a little bit. Let's take this call before the break. 89-5252 is the number. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? All right. Thank you. What you got? Lots of news since you were there. Oh, my God. Not good news. Excuse me? Alec Baldwin charged with manslaughter. um, And they found more um, classified materials at Mm -hmm. Biden's Biden's Delaware home. So do you think they should um, search his beach house and also Hunter's house and his brother's house? Well, maybe they will, but uh, I'm sure if it was there, it's gone by now. I don't know. I mean, I would think that they would have, that the Bidens themselves would have found the remaining stuff at their house, but they didn't, you know, until the FBI got in there. So, um, it is interesting that he had all of this stuff, even from when he was a senator. Yeah, and of course he said there's no there there, and now they're finding lots of things there. So, what else is new? I know, I know. One never, one never knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I found I found that interesting. It's just like, yeah, it's nothing, nothing here. The, the attorneys went through. So I don't even know if it's the FBI went through. I guess the, the big thing is he was vice president, and the vice president's not supposed to have them. But I've heard so many different slants on it. So I don't know. It's it's probably between Trump and Biden. How much of a big deal it is? I guess if they're really classified situations, then uh, that's a really big problem if they're going to divulge some information that others should not have. So um, I guess you got to look at what the documents are. Of course, there was an op-ed in the day about um, doing what James Comey did, which was not charging Hillary for all of hers, Mm -hmm. you know. I, you know, I, but that should not be the way that they do it. If it's breaking the law, it's breaking the law, and there should be consequences. You know, um, I'm not that sure that Trump broke the law. He just stretched it. Well, I don't know, stretch, breaking it. Yeah, I mean, he could be just as, both of them could be guilty. And but, um, obviously they're not supposed to do the, that. He has the power to declassify classified materials. Biden and Hillary did not. Yep. So, you know. That's a big know. difference there, and uh, people will find out that. That's a big difference. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, thank you. Good. Bye. Hello, WICH. Good morning. Yes. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, boy. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go back to the opening uh, of your show here today. You and Marty were going back and forth about the groundhog and how you felt. Uh, there's too many of these groundhog type things going on. Yeah, they ruin and everything. You're suspicious. You're not sure who, which which shadow to trust. I know. I don't so know. My advice to you, Stu, is to trust only your shadow. Only my shadow. And I'm not sure. Only of that your either. shadow. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcasts. Yes, sir. When do you plan on putting your Thursday podcast of last week on the uh, internet? When do you download that? Okay, listen. I'm glad you brought it up again. I mean, we've had discussions on it. They usually they are put on uh, after the show around three o'clock. 
but I will uh, check on why the Thursday one is not put in there. We have had conversations on it. But thanks All for right. bringing it up. I didn't realize that uh, the, the Thursday one was not on there. Thank you. Um, the other thing I want to just give, uh, I ended up in the ER uh, at Bacchus on Friday, late, after, late in the day, and uh, it was a beehive uh, internally, not so many in the waiting room, but boy, things were percolating inside there, a lot of, a lot of moving parts, and I just want to give a shout out to that ER team. Uh, fantastic. My situation was not anywhere near as serious as many others that I could hear of, hear of. And, but I, the hand, they were just on their game. Really, really top-notch professional uh, medical uh, doctors and technicians and nurses. We're fortunate to have them in our backyard. I'm glad you brought it the up. The other thing, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 no, it's just good, good, good stuff there. Uh, as far as uh, the documents, uh, I'm just going to give you my opinion and uh, then say best day to you. My opinion after, after a couple of years of the uh, going on uh, and how things have progressed and changed uh, since uh, 2020 is that I believe that the DOJ and certainly uh, President Biden and the FBI knew before they did Mar-a-Lago that Joe was in possession and that there were some problems with documents. Mar-a-Lago was a, a, an opportunity that was engineered and crafted by those three departments to take the emphasis and to also learn from the American reaction to what took place there. They, they bought time for that because then in November, uh, they gave the impression like November was the time in which uh, it was it was revealed to the lawyers um, that this this or lawyers. Uh, I believe that this is a, a fabricated, uh, and then they had to figure out. So when would be a t the timing? When would the timing be right to unload on the American public uh, this event, or these things, the document of it? Well, it's unloaded now because. They need time. They they now need time. They being the Democratic Party to switch gears, and I've stated this before. Call. They need to move this off the front page. They had to reveal it, but they needed to re move it off the well, front page. Well, they revealed it. Uh, somebody uh, somebody leaked information for one thing. And these, and I agree with you. They knew it uh, long before it came out, and maybe it would never have come out. And it's uh, just typical of what's been going on. Um, there's three things that are going to change the dynamics right now. One is death. One is resignation, or two is resignation, and three is disability. 
One of those three things are going to move uh, this from where it currently rests on the front page to it to, it to the back page. Uh, that is a, that is a need to that is so they could prepare for the next election. Joe will not be in the next election. No, he's not going to be uh, in there. And uh, Joe is not going to be. He didn't. <clears throat> if he was, he would have announced sometime. Well, after ago, he gives the uh, more indication, state of the union uh, situation, he's going to announce. I don't. You know, you say, well, I don't know which shadow to trust as it relates to Groundhog. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say trust your own shadow, mm-hmm. uh, right now, what's going on is, is how do you put trust into what you, has been revealed in the last eight months? No, sir, I got to I got to take a break. Donald Trump is the sweetheart uh, in in this story. All right, uh, appreciate he, the call. He, he's not he's not the best <clears throat> he's not the best guy in the world. But he has been dealt some some whippings that were unjustified, and mm-hmm. now we're going. We, we've got a major, major, major housekeeping dilemma on our hands. And I want you to have a good day. I got to take and a break. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Are are aggressive. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Only the shadow knows. Hmm. Let's uh, take a break, get to some more calls. I'm looking forward to your opinions at 889-5252. Who's going to run when Joe doesn't? Um, Let's see. Michelle Obama. Hey, that's possible, right? What do you think? The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. Dick Piller is going to be my guest tomorrow at 1 o'clock. You know, he doesn't have a show anymore. He's retired. But, boy, what a career he's had. The poker king, Dick Piller. And I promised you that we would go and try to get uh, Chief Montoya, the Norwich Fire Chief. He's going to be uh, in with us on Wednesday at 10. we got a lot of questions to ask him, so that will be coming up this week. A lot of guests. We'll be right back. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Going to try to get a couple of calls in before the news. Welcome to the program. Well, that was a quick one. WICH, good morning. Good morning. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to weigh in on Bacchus Hospital and um, the wonderful glowing report that that fella gave. Um, I absolutely agree. Uh, my husband was in uh, less than two weeks ago, and he ended up being admitted for five days, but... Um, he was in the emergency room for a day and a half because every room was full 
And uh, fortunately, he did have a room in the emergency room, but they were absolutely outstanding. Um, we can't say enough good things about Backus Hospital. Uh, you can't blame very, the very, people. Very busy. You can't blame the people because they're obviously stressed out trying to keep up with things. But maybe uh, we need bigger uh, ERs and more people if they are available because we hear this everywhere. Yes, yes. Well, I did hear too uh, one of the nurses commenting to somebody that all the hospitals in the country are like that right now. Yeah. They're all you know pretty full because of the sickness out there. But um, just want to you know. Give a shout-out to Backus Hospital that uh, we're very happy with them, and we always have been. We have lots of experience with them over the years, and uh, we uh, always recommend them. hope your husband's doing better. And no matter how busy they are, they still take very good care of everybody. And I hope your husband's doing better. Yes, he is. Thank you. Good. Thanks for calling. Yeah, bye-bye. I'll tell you, this. Uh, there's so much stuff going around. You know, just... Take care of yourselves. Don't ever get careless with your health. We have, um, well, I can get another call in if you like. Four minutes before the hour. The number is 889-5252. So we got a busy week uh, with guests and open topics. And I think you'll enjoy them. Be great to, you can call up Dick Pillar. He is the poker king. That's the name. When you talk about polka music, you think, oh, yeah, Dick Pillar. Maybe you went to a lot of his uh, poker fests that had been so popular through the years. Connecticut State Department of Public Health urges Connecticut residents to test their homes for radon gas, the leading environmental cause of cancer mortality. Health officials estimate that radon is responsible for more than 21,000 lung cancer deaths each year in the United States. It's a naturally occurring radioactive gas formed from the natural decay of uranium. Radon is found in rock, soil, and water. While radon in outdoor air poses a relatively low risk to human health, it can enter homes from the surrounding soil and become a health hazard inside buildings. Get a radon detector. They sell those. Because you can't see, taste, or smell radon, people are often unaware that this silent killer could be in their homes. Testing for radon and reducing elevated levels is important. Could save your life or the lives of your loved ones. The DPH radon program recommends that all Connecticut homes be tested for radon. Testing is recommended in the winter months because the, uh, you know, it's closed up pretty much. Testing homes for radon is simple and inexpensive. 42 local health department district partners were provided more than 1,300 free test kits for distribution in their local communities to support radon awareness. So visit... You can visit this, yeah, online, of course, right? Visit the DPH Radon Program website, www.ct.gov radon to view a map of our local health partners and contact them directly to determine your eligibility. Test kits can also be purchased from your local hardware store or the American Lung Association. And I'll give you the phone number. Some folks just don't do the uh, web thing, which is okay. 1-800-LUNG-USA. 1-800-LUNG-USA. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency recommends that homes with radon levels at or above 4.0 be fixed 
Homeowners should consider reducing their potential lung cancer risk by fixing homes with radon levels. Radon levels can be reduced by hiring nationally certified radon mitigation professionals. Boy, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Huh? You don't smell it. It's nothing. You, you don't see it. But it's there. For so many years, we didn't even know about it. So it's good to get some reminders. We're going to uh, take a break for the news, and then we'll uh, get back with our program. And I hope you will join us for your points of view. Eight eight nine five two five two. Personality Radio, 1310 AM in Norwich, 4.5 W233DB in Norwich. It is now coming up to uh, 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has committed himself to holding talks with President Biden on raising the government's debt limit. After the White House said Friday the president was looking forward to meeting with McCarthy, the speaker tweeted, quote, President Biden, I accept your invitation to sit down and discuss a responsible debt ceiling increase to address irresponsible government spending. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said it's time for Congress to, in her words, do their duty and raise the debt limit. McCarthy is holding firm to a commitment he made to conservative elements in his own party to cut spending in order to win their votes to elect him speaker. Bob Hager reporting. Yet another tech firm is slashing jobs. This time it's music streaming service Spotify cutting 6% of its workforce as the economic picture darkens. In Monterey Park, just east of downtown Los Angeles. Sheriff's homicide detectives are working around the clock, gathering additional information and working on determining the motive behind this extremely tragic event. The tragic event the L.A. County Sheriff refers to as a shooting in the predominantly Asian-American community. The suspect in Saturday's deadly mass shooting in Southern California is dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound inside a white van after a standoff with police in Torrance. Authorities have identified him as 72-year-old Hu Can Tran, an Asian man who opened fire near a Lunar New Year celebration at a dance studio in Monterey Park and left 10 people dead and 10 others wounded. During a news conference, L.A. County Sheriff Robert Lunar said that California has some of the strictest gun laws in the country, yet look what happened today. Larry Marino, Los Angeles. Stocks rallying this morning on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is up 246 points, the Nasdaq ahead 172, and the S&P trading 41 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Sleep Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. 
A nationwide blackout plunged Pakistan into the dark earlier today. Technicians were unable to get the lights back on after they shut the system off overnight in order to save energy. Traffic lights down, fans stopped and lights off. Across Pakistan, businesses and homes have seen their electricity go down. Just after 7.30 this morning, according to the country's power minister, a power fluctuation in the grid occurred in southern Pakistan. This caused systems to shut down, resulting in outages around the country. Electricity has come back in some parts of Pakistan and work is ongoing to revive the system. The minister told the media that electricity would be completely restored within 12 hours. The BBC's Caroline Davies. The French government presenting a bill that foresees broad changes in the country's pension system. Most notably, it would push back the legal retirement age from 62 to 64. News and analysis, townhall.com. A lot of people have been leaving paradise lately as real estate prices there skyrocket. Census Bureau says native Hawaiians who have been priced out of Hawaii finding more affordable places like Las Vegas. The biggest growth of native Hawaiian and other Pacific Islander populations in Clark County, Nevada. Correspondent Jason Walker says Sacramento County, California, another popular destination for outbound Hawaiians. In Honolulu, the median price for a single-family home is now a budget-busting $1 million. Hawaii also has the highest cost of living of any of the 50 states. The race for the Republican National Committee chairmanship to be decided on Friday by secret ballot as Republican officials from all 50 states gather in Southern California. The current RNC chair, Ronna McDaniel, has been fighting to hold on to the top job at the RNC. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us. It's uh, 889-5252, open topic today, but we got a lot of guests this week and a lot of open topics, so uh, it's going to be an interesting week. Stay with us, and good morning to you. Good morning. Hi there. Um, <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. Um, I, Dick Pillar. Um, yeah, I I was still listening to him on Sundays, and it brought back a lot of memories for me as a kid going to Ocean Beach almost all every day of my life. And no matter where you were, you could hear him. I was allowed. And, you know, back then, it was um, you could be un- unescorted. I would say to my aunt, I'm going to go down and watch the people dance for a little while, either be in the center where the clock was or all the way down I think you've probably been to one of those at Ocean Beach. What a career he's had, huh? What a um, career, Dick Pillar, huh? And he, um, <clears throat> I happened on it a while ago by accident. Um, CPTV had a whole thing about how polka originated and where it kind of came from. And Dick was on the show, yeah, and they showed all these old 50s and 60s black and white clips of people dancing at Ocean Beach. It was great. You know, when you see people dancing the polka, I mean, there's... They're the happiest-looking people I've ever seen. Yeah, my mother was Polish, and uh, we went to a lot of beer festivals when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they were outside under a pavilion, and, um, you know, the beer was flowing, and everybody was barefoot dancing, and uh, not, nobody had shoes on. Nobody. But, uh, and, and women danced with the women. That's what I like, too. You know, you could just grab on, and my sure. husband doesn't know how to do it. I said, it's just one, two, three, one, two, three, that's it. Are you but a good... Uh... people. I'm sorry. The you're a good poker people, dancer. Are they you, you good were at in that? the club. They had the red and the white um, mm-hmm. skirts, and 
really got decked out. How about you? You a good poker dancer? Polka, not poker. I, I, <laughs> I dance on I card tables. Po- <laughs> I don't wear polka dots. They don't look good on me, but no, I, uh, no, we just did our thing at a wedding or something. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, you went in and out, you know, all the different little things and wore the little white sneakers. Yeah, no, it was, it was fine. No, I wasn't good at it, but I could do it. I hope you, if you have a chance to call in, uh, Dick Pillar would appreciate that. He wants to hear from the folks tomorrow. Oh, I'd love it because um, I am off tomorrow, but I have a client that I um, do her hair, and her husband is uh, Harvey Snitkin, um, and he, um, gosh, what's it, um, me and my shadow, you said that before, um, he's he's a one-man band, and he goes all over the place, mm-hmm. and I was telling her how I enjoyed listening to him in the morning and how I brought back memories, so just randomly one Sunday, I happened to turn it on, not every Sunday, and all of a sudden, he says, and I'd like to wish a happy birthday, and my name came up. But I said, oh, my goodness. So I called my client, and I said, well, that was cute. They wished me a happy birthday. Dick Pillar himself, so I will call tomorrow. At 10 o'clock, you said? And that'll be at 1 o'clock tomorrow. Oh, 1 o'clock. Okay. If you're doing somebody's hair, just say, you know, can I talk on the radio for just a minute or two when you can... <laughs> Oh, I see. Put so your scissors call, call down. Aren't you going to be on? No? Yes. Yes. Tomorrow at yeah. 105, he'll be, he'll be my guest. Yeah. And then I'll just call up and say I'd like to, to talk to Dick for a minute. <laughs> yeah, just come and, you know, we'll all be on together, him and I and you. Okay. And me. That's and okay. You. That's right, Tall Man. You bet. Okay. Okay. You, you got it. Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you later. See you. Bye. Dick Pillar. Tomorrow, he's not doing the show anymore. He's retired. But he's got a lot of great stories. That's for sure. It is 9 after 11. Stu Breyer with you. 889-5252 is the number. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Did you know that accidental poisoning in children is a really big problem in the United States? I'll be back with a few statistics and some suggestions on prevention. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. In the United States, accidental poisoning sends one in every 150 two-year-olds to the emergency room every year, and the rate of accidental poisoning has increased dramatically over the last decade. 50% of the 2.4 million yearly calls to the Poison Control Center hotline concern children under the age of five. And over-the-counter medications are the cause of about a third of the emergency room visits made by children under 12. These statistics highlight the need for parents to ensure that the home is a safe place and that poisons and medications are kept out of the reach of children. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a HealthMart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Ten after 11 and uh, 35 degrees. Boy, the sky looks angry, doesn't it? It's got that, I'm going to get you look. One of these days. Well, it's been a peaceful winter so far. We'll see what happens today. Did you watch all the football games over the weekend? Yeah, 
Lots of games, big games. I'm sorry that the Giants lost. I know, I like the Eagles too, but the Giants have not been in it for such a long time. Hmm. But that's life. There's a guy who actually lost $2 million yesterday. A Houston furniture store owner, Mattress Mac. He's known as Mattress Mac. Be hiding under the mattress. Lost $2 million yesterday. He bet on the Cowboys to beat the Niners. I go wild if I lose five bucks. I don't know how he handles that. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Um, did you hear about uh, I, either it was a um, Chinese butcher or Asian butcher that was going to hack up uh, a pig and then he got killed? He got killed himself? Yeah. He was going to hack a pig. And how did he get killed? Well, by the pig. The pig killed him. <laughs> yeah. All um, right. I, uh... I heard this, but eventually maybe you will. So I need to watch out for my chops. I guess so. I've never heard of a pig killing anyone. Must have been a really what? big it, it, pig. I heard it. I heard it. Yeah, it'll probably come up because mm-hmm. you kind of read some bizarre things. Uh, but I heard that, and I thought that was kind of funny. Um, the other Let's... thing I wanted to say was, um, uh, you talking about rooster nuggets? What what was that? Oh, there was a, a rooster that um, attacked uh, a, a mother's little girl, and then they got the rooster and killed the rooster and made rooster nuggets out of it. So that's almost similar to what I just said. Yeah, so well, that's uh, kind of funny. Well, I feel sad for the butcher. So what can I tell you? Well, I, actually, I feel uh, more worse for the uh, the animal. To tell you the truth. Well, the animal so, I guess survived. Huh? The animal survived. The butcher got killed. Well, that's okay. We shouldn't be doing that to animals. And are, you a veg- are you a vegetarian? Um. No, I care about everything else except for the human beings that we have to uh, relate to today. Um, so what you're saying is you feel bad I'm, for the pig, but you're not a vegetarian, so you you eat bacon. Well, y- you know, the thing is, is that we're using, I guess, uh, animals and in. in Abusing them as well, um, mm-hmm. and uh, for our own selfish um, things. Vegetarian, yes, I do eat some things, and it's not um, pork sometimes, beef, and, and whatever. But you know, uh, maybe they're doing their protest. You know what I mean? All right, it's an interesting maybe story. I'll look for that story. It's very interesting and very unusual. Thank you very much. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. Are you familiar with the um, <clears throat> band Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Yes, I know that uh, 
we they uh, Nash who, who somebody died over the weekend. It was Graham. It was Nash. David Crosby. Cro- it was Crosby. Okay, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, the guy with the, the, their voices blended so well. I've enjoyed their music for years, mm-hmm. and um, there's an interesting tie-in here. Uh, New London remembers rocker David Crosby, frequent visitor by Rick Coster. If I could share that one quick second, sure, from the paper. Um, in recent years, musician David Crosby, in a loose sense, a sort of honorary citizen of southeastern Connecticut through his friendship, and this is uh, interesting, with best-selling nonfiction writer and Waterford native Jeff Benedict. <laughs> really? So that's peculiar. Yeah, that's interesting. The two connected in the early 2000s when Crosby reached out to Benedict after reading the authors without reservation about the rise of the Mashantucket Pequot tribe and Foxwoods Resort Casino. As Mm -hmm. Crosby told the day in 2017, in advance of a concert at the Guard Arts Center, Jeff's one of the few people to have the guts to dig into that subject very thoroughly and very fairly. I went to see him when he was speaking near where we live, and we became friends. And Benedict said, Thursday, David asked me to come to L.A. and help him and some friends fend off a casino that was being built in their town. That was the start of our friendship. Next thing I knew, I was helping David write testimony and going to Washington to testify before the U.S. Senate. So much happened. And Benedict describes him as a good friend. And he, uh, Crosby invited him into his house, treated him very well, and vice versa the same way around. I guess the favorite song I would I would have is a long time gone, but I, I've listened to their music for many many years and ver- enjoyed it. So th- they lost a uh, great musician, mm-hmm. so- singer, songwriter, but uh, he's finally in heaven. <laughs> so I thank you for sharing. No, thanks for bringing it up. And uh, plan to try to play something by them today. Sure. Yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Take care. Bye bye. David Crosby, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. What harmony when they were all together. It was absolutely uh, terrific, terrific harmony. I'm sorry that he's passed, but I am frustrated by so many of these artists that shorten their lives because of drugs. I'm not saying that drugs took his life, but certainly for many, many years he was not well. And uh, it's just sad. They could just lay off those drugs. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Yeah, I dropped a uh, thing off for you at the station. Uh, we got in the uh, fire departments. Oh yeah, okay. And the, the chief is going to be on uh, on the program. Yeah, it was, uh, this it week. was in the paper a couple of days ago on the front page. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got like everything that you want to know, all the questions you asked. Okay, Very great. Good article. Thank you for that, Larry. Yeah. Yeah, I left it with the. Uh, uh, girl that answered the door there, so mm-hmm. I didn't know if she gave it to you yet or not. No, not yet. Uh, no, I'll go up no. during my lunch hour. <laughs> my lunch hour, my five minutes, yes. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. What else is on your mind? Uh, nothing really. Oh, okay. I enjoyed watching the games this this, this week. Uh, the Giants got a good team, but they played a great team. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the problem. I think they're the team, team to beat. A good team can't play a great team and expect good good outcomes. No, they they came far, the Giants, and good for them. And maybe it's the first of many uh, playoff years. Yeah, the Eagles are uh, just too they're too tough. And uh, same yeah. thing with I think it's going to be San Francisco and myself, but 
Um, so I definitely don't want Kansas City in there. I hope they lose next week. Okay. Um, anything personal against them, or you're just? Yeah, I can't stand Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Well, there had to be something. He's just—he's uh, one of the most arrogant uh, quarterbacks, and I've ever seen play football. He thinks he's—he's he's, uh, so great. We acts on the sideline. You know, he lost a game last last year, and uh, he walked right off the field and into the uh, into the uh, the locker room. He, he never went with the rest of his teammates to shake hands with the other players. Yeah, and, I remember uh, you know, that. Like they do after the game. I remember that. Yes. I do yeah, he walked that. right off the field. So I never had any respect for him, really. Uh, he, he 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 acts like that all the time, anyways. And uh, I'm tired of seeing him. I, you know, he already makes. Uh, Fifty million dollars a year, and they got him on every commercial you can think of during during the uh, football break. I bet she doesn't I don't walk know why you can't out give of a other commercial. people a chance to make mm-hmm. some money. Um, well, uh, I'd be surprised if the Eagles aren't in it, huh? Well, yeah, I think they should be in it. Yeah. So, getting to the Bidens, and uh, maybe you can answer this question for me, or maybe I'm missing something. Him and his wife filed their income tax uh, last year, and they filed uh, over a little over six hundred thousand dollars on income tax. Little over six hundred thousand. And tell me how they did that when he owned two two houses, one both of them on the beach, and they're both worth over four or five million dollars a piece. That's that's two ten million dollar homes. Well, there's a lot and, of protecting they and do. And they have all, they have all kinds of money in in the bank. And his son apparently was paying. Him, fifty thousand dollars a month for rent to to live in one of the houses. So where is all that? Uh, can you tell me how him and his wife got away with filing an income tax of six hundred thousand dollars? Because they know the loopholes, and if you have the oh, right people the taking care of it, and you know, he's always talking about, oh, the rich don't pay anything, and you know, they are multi multi millionaires. The no, Bidens. He's a corrupt thief. That's what he is, him and his son both. They got millions and millions, if not billions of dollars hidden from China, Ukraine, uh, all, uh, all over the world. The money's not hidden here in the United States. Um, the money's in places that we, we, we've never even heard. And that's what the Chinese do. They, uh, they, they divert the money and put it in other places for people so nobody will know where it is. They're very good in hiding things, uh, not only from their own people, but from uh, from us also in the United States. That should be addressed, the loopholes that they have. I've talked about that for years, and uh, they want to make a difference and a dent in the taxes and make it fair for everybody. But Yeah, it's just it's really funny how you can go you can go into the Senate. Oh, I'm talking about all of them. Blumenthal, same thing. Blumenthal is worth $100 million now. Uh, he's only been in the Senate for about 12 years. You only make a hundred and sixty, hundred seventy thousand dollars in the Senate, and the president only pays four hundred and something thousand dollars a year. Can you tell me how all these people in the Senate are all of a sudden they're all millionaires and billionaires once they get into the uh, up there? Well, in all fairness, Blumenthal probably had it before he got into the Senate. He was one of the richest men in the state. Yeah, he wasn't worth a hundred million dollars, though. And I'll tell you another thing, how they got it, is that insider trading, which which they were uh, had on the table, which they were trying to uh, uh, not let them do that anymore, people who were in Congress. Mm-hmm. And uh, P- Pelosi voted it down. <laughs> she, of course, her and her husband 
they know about every single trade that's about to come down, especially like when it came down with the uh, medications with uh, for COVID. And uh, they were the first ones to jump on board to buy millions of dollars worth of shares uh, from it. But the, the corruption that these people get away with in Washington, and it, it is the swamp, there's no, no doubt about that, and they just keep getting away with it, just one person after the next. And uh, nothing's ever done about it, and nothing will ever be done about it. Nothing will ever be done. Well, I, I think if we get uh, a lot more people in office with integrity and uh, humility and... Uh, and who's that? Well, there, there must be somebody. The problem is some of the smartest people will never have a chance because they don't have the money to run. And you want the smartest people in every position in Washington and yeah. the most honest well, I'm already I'm already praying for DeSantis to become our next president. Yeah, I like him. I hope he doesn't get. Uh, well, he's never going to be like Donald Trump as far as how he handles people. But I don't want him to be. Uh, I want him to have a lot of humility and and is. And I like him. He's smart. But he he's got that already. Mm-hmm. Don't you think he's proven himself with humility in the way he treats people and the way he talks as a governor of no, Florida? No, I understand what you're saying. I I just don't want him to get aggressive like Donald Trump did. No, listen. If you do the right thing as a governor, I think it carries over into the presidency. I really do. Don't forget, Donald Trump never held office in anything. Mm-hmm. He he was a businessman. Yep. He never was a politician. And they shouldn't know what he was going to be like when he became president, because he, he never held office as a, as a governor. He wasn't even a senator or a congress uh, person. This was his first political job, and he went right into the presidency as that. Listen, so, he did a good job if it wasn't for his personality. He did a pretty well, good yeah, job. Well, that, yeah, that, that's, that's what hurt him. So killed him. At least DeSantis has been through the loops, and he knows how to well, talk you're to right people about and that. how, to, how yeah. to handle things. You're right. No, I like DeSantis, and... Uh, Believe me, I think he's the front runner. Listen, thank you for calling, and thanks uh, for bringing that up. Okay, thanks, Joe. See you, Larry. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, in the second hour, Stu, um, because it's the middle of winter now, pretty well. I was thinking if uh, I was thinking about the smells of the beach when you were a kid, or I was a kid, and I went to the beach, the arcades and stuff. Mm-hmm. And if you could play a beach song, it might be kind of interesting, like if you play a Christmas song in summer, it's kind of the same thing. We play a beach and song and see how it I used smells. to go to an arcade when I was a kid in the Squamish. It, it was like if you go from uh, Winnipeg Road, then you go past the State Beach, turn left to go past the State Beach, and then on the left there was this arcade there, and the biggest smell I remember was Hawaiian Tropic uh, suntan lotion and uh, French fries. And I was wondering if you or anybody mm-hmm. would be able to pick out other things that we, we uh, smelled when we went to the beach, memories of the beach. All right. Wonder Thank Man. You. Thank you. Yep. Uh, suntan lotion. And, uh, of course, low tide really smells. French fries. Well, <laughs> just eat a lot of those. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. How are you? Okay. So I, I agree with what Larry said. Um, Al Gore, when when he ran for president, was worth just or, just under two million. He's now worth three hundred million. He's Lordy, not in Lordy. office. Must be doing but the right he goes thing. around huh? the world mm-hmm. promoting clean energy, etc. Um, and the world climate crisis. 
Well, that's uh, amazing that you can make that much more when you leave office. This climate thing um, obviously is... Yeah, uh, but what I really productive. wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. I read um, an article in today's Knowledge Bulletin about um, three, I guess there are three bills where parental notification has to be made for a child to get an abortion. I think that should be a no-brainer. Um, a child should not be allowed to get an abortion without parental permission. I know that they also have another bill. Kevin Ryan um, has a bill in where kids can get vaccines without parental notif- notification. When my kids were in school, they couldn't get a Tylenol without my written permission. Um, where have we gone? This is ridiculous. Um, well, there has, no to, be an a- there has to, be to be an asterisk with it because some kids who are abused maybe in a different situation, but for the most part, I agree that parental approval has to be gotten. Yes. Unless yeah. the kid is a runaway and abused and uh, afraid that the parents might kill her. Well, you know, then then they should ask for help. Rather, I mean, you know, whatever. But they're also, they're, they're getting birth control pills and, and all of this without parental notification. I want my kids you know, I wouldn't approve of my children, you know, needing birth control. I would hope that they'd wait. But if they need it, I would give it to them. You know, and I think most parents would mm-hmm. with, with the, you know, talk that they should wait. <laughs> but, you know, if they're going to be, and this is why, like with abortions and everybody, oh, you know, that's, number one, it's not health care. But number, number two, you know, well, what if people get pregnant? Well, why aren't they using birth control? You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a big advocate of birth well, they, control. They don't do it. They don't do it. In, um... You know, but that being said, um, a child should not be getting birth control without their parents' permission. I'm sorry. But anyway. All right. Thank you. Appreciate the that's call. My gripe for, that's one of my gripes for this. All right. Anyway. Thank you for calling. Bye. Hi. Welcome. Good morning to you. Oh, good morning, call man. I'm, I'm calling to, to um, add to the smells of the beach. Now, I went to Ocean Beach, as I told you before, and uh, I remember French fries as well, but more was uh, clam fritters. I always smelled the clam fritters down Ocean Beach. Well, yeah, the snack bar with a lot of fried foods, it's easy to get that aroma. Just mm-hmm. The grease smell is just a grease smell, but it smells... And you could smell hamburgers, too, and stuff, but mm-hmm. he's right. Uh, and then my other one would be uh, seaweed, which is that low-tide smell, which I actually like. <laughs> yeah, me, too. I kind of like the low-tide smell. <laughs> I don't know why. I had a it's... thing on um, Facebook the other day, the, the smells that were weird that you remember but liked as a child. Mm-hmm. And I always, my family had a gas station, so I love the smell of gasoline, Ooh. and I love the smell of black magic marker. Interesting. That's an interesting yeah. one, yeah. I mean, you can't say cut grass or the smell of leaves in the fall, because who doesn't like that? Here's another one, tar. You like the smell of smell, tar? You can smell the pavement in the summer when it's hot. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of smell sand at the beach, too, when it's warm, that smell. How about the smell of, uh, towards summer, manure? Oh, yeah, because I live in North Stonington, and there's this little place I go uh, past. There's nothing but fields on either side, and uh, ripe is a good word. I have to roll up my windows when I go past this certain area because it's it's pretty bad. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's a, but it does signify warmer weather. Yeah, yeah, it's summer. You know it's summer when you smell. Well, I used to live by a Lombardi's Chicken Farm in Waterford. Um, Here, here's a tip for you. Never drive behind a truck that's carrying <laughs> it on a windy day. Because your car you might get will, some flung against your car as well. Your, your so yeah, but it is. It's farmland. It's summertime. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. My mom's family grew up in Lebanon, uh, Connecticut, and there's a cow pasture for you. But yeah, thank you. That was neat. He said French fries and copper tone or whatever. I'm thinking, yeah, I remember clam fritters and uh, seaweed. All right. Oh. Thank you for the smell <laughs> call. <laughs> Bye. Bye. WICH weather from Scott Haney and the Channel 3 early morning center, weather center stuff. We have um, a chance of some little snowfall today. One to three inches are expected by about 5 p.m., which means slick travel conditions could develop. Alert in effect for poor travel conditions this morning is that this morning is uh, still going on. Slick spots this afternoon, breezy with rain changing to snow, sleet, and late. Huh. Snow tapers off to a mostly cloudy sky early, gradual clearing, low 28. Tuesday, sun breaks out, 41. There. It's going to get better. We'll throw chicken soup in the sky. It's 35 degrees. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Morning. I was wondering if you are informed about... Um, the Norwich voters, we have to vote on February 1st regarding the fire district ordinance. Do you have any information on that? Well, I, I do. I don't have the voting places, but I'm going to talk to, uh, what do we got? Wednesday, the chief of, uh, the fire chief is going to be with us, and uh, we're going to get into that big time. Okay, good, because it's very confusing, and I think yeah. a lot of people don't understand what's going on. So that's great that you're going to have him on. And to inform us. Yeah, it's still, I mean, I've listened to all sides, and it still still gets confusing, and it'll say vote no. and when, So hopefully we can get complete clarity on right. our so program I Wednesday. Right, to listen on Wednesday. So That'll be at 10 o'clock. Going 10 o'clock in the morning, we'll have them on. 10. Okay, great. Thank right. you. Thanks for the call. Yep. WICH, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, hey, Stu. Hey, I, Sue. I, you know, hey, Joe Sue. Manchin went to Davos, right? Guess what? I believe he's going to be the 2024 pick for the Democrats. Well, he would be a good pick for them. They okay, should go so for him because, first of all, he's uh, in the middle, which I like. He can be uh, bipartisan. He's very bright, and he should be uh, their pick. Okay. Here's another one. Did you know Tucker Carlson moved as far away from his D.C., Virginia um, home to another place? I saw it on the internet. I know he's moved uh, one time because oh, he was being he moved. He was Let being harassed. <laughs> he was being harassed by the idiots. Yep. Well, he's out of there now. Good for him. Mm-hmm. Did you know Pelosi is rumored to have her house exercised in California? Why for ghosts? I don't know for what, but they're saying she's going to call in an exorcist. So Exorcism? I don't know about that. And you know that Santos guy the questionable one mm-hmm. from New York. Well, it was in the paper that he was in a beauty contest in Brazil for beauty queen dressed in drag. Okay, well, he said 
um, that he says, okay, you know, all you reporters, I have a big surprise for you when I come back to whatever Congress or whatever he is. I bet you he'll dress in drag. It's legal. I mean, it's going to be interesting. No, what this guy is, uh, I mean, we know about um, politicians that lie, but he is really off the rails, this guy. So well, I don't know, know what to expect from him. I remember a Red Skelton skit, and he was dealing with a mayor, and it was San Fernando Red, and he, he, um, he says, San Fernando, I am not a crook. And then he, San Red Skelton says back, and you called yourself a politician. That was a funny one. That's a and funny line, yes. I got one about Hogan's Heroes. You're, gonna have, you're not having a guest this afternoon, right? No, uh, no, I'm, I'm not. Not today. I have a theory of a scene. I remember scenes from different things that I watch, you know, classics, right? And I know what Hunter Biden, I believe I know what Hunter Biden in my, this is my theory, what he's doing with them paintings. There was a scene from Hogan's Heroes almost identical about Clink just putting, just splatting paint on, 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 you know, canvas, whatever they call it. And and then Hogan tell, oh, that's beautiful. You'll get well. Actually, Hunter Biden's paintings are not that horrible looking. But I got to run. I'll talk to you later. See you. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello there. I I think based on all the information I have researched that you should also have a volunteer fire chief on your show. Mm-hmm. You're right. They are on opposing sides of this ridiculous mm-hmm. issue. No, I could make that happen, sure. Um, why fire safety is a political issue in the city of Norwich, I cannot understand at all, and I'm only 80 years old, but somehow it became a political issue, not a, a human safety issue. And that's ridiculous. That's what but the mayor was I saying. I think you should have, you know, one chief from each side of the argument. Good point. I'll work on that. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Mayor Peter Nystrom said it should not be a political issue, but it has become a, a very big political issue. We'll talk to the chief of um, Norwich Fire Chief on Wednesday, try to get uh, somebody from the... Uh, fire crew that uh, they're just there to help people they don't get paid they do that and uh, they do it well the Yukon Sports Network from Learfield rebound, loose puck, score the Huskies win the ice bus rolls on shoot, score the netter closes the door Huskies will win it Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. All opinions are welcome on this program. I cannot emphasize that enough. So if you disagree with me or you disagree with a caller... 
Let's hear it. Let's hear your point of view on these issues. Hmm? Our number is 860-889-5252. I think we've had that number since I was a little kid. Yes. I was a little kid looking for airwaves, huh? Library has waived a $58,000 overdue fee. <laughs> the New York Post says London's Dudley Library has waived $52,400 overdue fee. The law for motorists was checked out from the library 50 years ago by a teenager named David Hickman. It's called the Law for Motorists. Hickman recently returned to the area and brought the book with him. He says, I used to come across it now and then and think, I must pop that back next time I'm in Dudley. I even considered posting it anonymously. But then I decided I would face the music and take it back in person. So they could have charged him uh, over $52,000, but because he was so honest (laughs) and brought it back 50 years later, that's amazing. How many of you have library, library books that you haven't bought brought back, huh? Sometimes we uh, make an honest mistake and we just forget. Oops, we got that in the house. Library books. Gotta bring them back, folks. I've been reading about a lot of lottery mo- number uh, money that has not been picked up yet. So I hope that you, if you do buy a lottery ticket, number one, check the numbers, and number two, Please go get your money. I think these pick, people that are not picking up the, the money is because they don't even they buy so many lottery tickets they don't check them. So please check them. Check them, check them, check them. There's a lot of ways to get the numbers. Well, they have something now. The sexy perspective global has named George Clooney as the sexiest gray alive. Here are the top ten sexiest grays. George Clooney. Number two, Helen Mirren. Number three, Jamie Lee Curtis and Richard Gere. Number five, Idris Elba. Number six, Meryl Streep. Selma Hayek and Pierce Bronson. Number nine, Tom Hanks. And number ten... In the sexiest Grays Alive list, Harrison Ford and Jodie Foster. <laughs> they have a top ten for everything, don't they, folks? There you go. I haven't seen Jodie Foster in a very long time in any movie. Harrison Ford, certainly, but uh, Jodie Foster, a marvelous actress. I hope she shows up in some movies very soon, because... Most of the movies she's in usually are pretty good. Do you need money for college? Are you interested in a career in broadcasting? If you're a Connecticut resident studying journalism, communications, sales, marketing, production, or broadcast engineering, you're eligible for a scholarship from the Connecticut Broadcasters Association. The deadline to apply is March 15th. Grants will be awarded for the next academic year. So go to ctba.org to download the application form and apply now. I think I mentioned this the other day. There's a movie coming out. It's called Whale. It's about a very, very extraordinary heavy man. The actor 
gained 200 pounds for that role. That can't be good for you. 200 pounds for that role. Should get an award just for doing that. So more than $12 million in lottery winnings went unclaimed in Massachusetts in fiscal year 2022, a nearly $4 million increase over the previous year. State lottery spokesman said, while most of those funds go back into the state's general fund to be distributed to local cities and towns, a portion is provided to the Office of Problem Gambling Services and the Department of Public Health for Gambling Addiction Services. That's a lot of money that hasn't been claimed. So get your ticket, put it on your desk, check it, the nights the numbers come out, don't be one of those people. Hmm? That is amazing. And there are some people that actually lose the ticket and don't even know what's on it. Because they buy, I see, you know, when I buy lottery tickets, and I do occasionally, because I only wait till it's a billion five, uh, I see lines and lines here, people buying dozens of tickets. Put them in order, keep them, because you never know. You don't want to miss out on the money. First of all, you spend all this money to get them, and then you uh, lose the ticket or don't check it. There. $12 million, and that's just in Massachusetts alone. 889-5252. It's, it's early. We can get a few more calls in if you like. Also, a swap and sell item if you want to do it in the next 15 minutes. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. A little bit of snow this afternoon, 40. More snow in Wyndham County where there's a winter weather advisory. Could get one to three inches of snow by late afternoon there. Snow will taper off tonight, 28. Breaks of sunshine tomorrow, 41. And then cloudy on Wednesday with a chance of snow. And then it'll turn to rain with a high of 39. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Well, even though it's um, is it almost the middle of January, not, no, not quite, uh, there are still things going on that you should know about, and we like to uh, let you know from our community bulletin board. So here are a few things. Sunday at 1 p.m., Norwich St. Patrick's Parade and Festival in downtown Norwich. That's on March the 25th. Boy, we're really ahead of it, huh? So mark your calendars for the annual St. Patrick's Parade and Festival. Join downtown for the amazing parade, followed by festival activities around the downtown area. See, we're talking about St. Patrick's Day already. I have something that's a little bit closer that I can tell you about. This being the 23rd of January. Monday mornings, right through the 27th of March... 10 a.m., the Bill Memorial Library in the city of Groton invites children to the wonderful Winter Story Time, a story program for children ages birth through five, with caregiver at the library beginning on with no session on President's Day, February 20th. There'll be songs and live music, finger plays in the children's room, so call the library, 445-0392. It's going through today into March 27th. Something for the children who may be a little bit bored sometime. Bring them to the library and have a lot of fun. Kids will have a lot of fun with them. So let's see where we got stuff for March, but it's a little early for that, don't you think? Yeah, it's a little early, but 
We'll keep you posted at WICHAM 1310 and 94.5 FM. The new year is here. Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram has you covered with our Start Something New sales event going on now. Let us help you make 2023 your best year yet. You work hard, you deserve it. Falvey's will help you have the best car buying experience. Falvey's has a great selection of models in stock ready for immediate delivery. Falvey's has one of the largest selections of new vehicles to choose from, including the all-new plug-in hybrid 4XE Grand Cherokee and Wrangler. Save big during our Start Something New sales event. Located on Route 32 in Norwich, just down the street from Mohegan Sun, or visit us online at falvies.com in the comfort of your own home, where you can easily custom order to meet your needs. In the center of it all, serving southeastern Connecticut and beyond since 1932. No matter what direction you're coming from, all roads lead to Falvies. Hi, this is TJ Falvey. Stop by today and experience the Falvey's difference. So everybody's talking about egg prices. I mean, it's, it's not uh, just hearsay. It's true. If you went shopping for eggs recently, it's hard not to notice the eye-popping prices of eggs. Some food costs come down. These cooking staples have remained stubbornly high at the supermarket. What's the deal? A dozen eggs at a farmer's market cost less than the going rate at the grocery store. So check in with your local vendors, and uh, you can get a a better discount. The egg industry is dealing with unresolved supply chain challenges kicked off by the coronavirus pandemic, including labor and building costs, as well as a devastating outbreak of highly pathogenic avian influenza. That began in February. The Washington Post, Kim Belware, recently wrote, according to the Agricultural Department, the flu has wiped out more than 44 million egg-laying hens, or roughly 4 to 5 percent of production. I'm reading this so you'll know the reason why the eggs are just going wild. Perhaps the price has been uh, making you think about how often you buy or use eggs. Maybe you're looking for ways to substitute for them at least some of the time. Perhaps you can You're a a vegan and uh, have an egg allergy. Regardless of your reason for not using eggs, start by thinking about what what purpose the egg is serving. Is it providing moisture and fat? Is it lending stability? Is it blinding or settling the other ingredients? Take into account the particular food and what you want the result to be like. Soft and tender, crisp, smooth... It's just like Julia Childs here. Cookbook author Isa Chandler Muskowitz says another important step in using an alternative in a recipe that calls for eggs is accepting that it's not going to be an exact replica. If the recipe uses a lot of eggs or they are so central to the dish that there is no acceptable substitute, it may be time to find a different option. Ideally, a recipe that has been developed specifically without eggs. There were a whole bunch of them here, but if you find the eggs too costly, just look for some recipes that you won't need eggs, and you'll still see they'll they'll taste good. Glazing yogurt, mayo, silken tofu, applesauce and milk, baking, lots of them. 
There, we may have saved you some money on eggs. Can't promise you, but there's a, a good chance that till the egg prices go down, you can find a lot of substitutes. All right? No more egg fights. 889-5252 is our number at WICH. We are uh, getting close to the noon hour. And also, uh, we can play a tune or two till we get there. Or if you want to put on a swap and sell item, that's okay, too. Because we do that between quarter of and noon. Because you asked for it. So we uh, like to do that for you. You know, an occasional call. In between some of the other calls, you can put in a swap and sell item. On the same number, 889-5252. Listen to your heart. 
Tarantino had a marvelous career, didn't he? Wonderful voice. He was also, I don't know if you remember, he was also in The Godfather. He played the singer in The Godfather, so that was his little acting career there in that big movie, Godfather 1. <laughs> well, Lisa Marie Presley's memorial service was held yesterday at Graceland. Elvis star Austin Butler, Alanis Morissette, Priscilla Presley, Sarah Ferguson, Axel Rose were among the celebrities who attended, of course, Priscilla's daughter. She better be there. They performed November Rain. I'm not familiar with that song, but they performed it there. I'm sure it's a very nice one. And something that you're, nobody's going to be surprised about, Meghan Markle is considering writing her own memoir because of the success of Prince Harry's autobiography. Keep rolling in the dough there. Everybody wants to buy those books. A source tells the website, Markle is contemplating getting entirely candid about her time in the royal line. Could they be any more candid than they have been? Candid plus? It will be a tell-all. It's just a question of timing and how long she wishes to hold out in order to preserve what's left of her and Harry's relationship with King Charles. The feeling at this point is there's little to lose. She may as well go ahead. The process is already quietly underway. I guess she's hell-bent on ruining the royal family, huh? Oh, boy. Well, I'm not going to buy that book, but if you buy it, that's, that's your prerogative. Hmm. Martha Stewart. You remember Martha? Still doing some stuff there. She said on Entertainment Tonight that Brad Pitt is her celebrity crush. I was asked this question last week. Oh, it's important to know these things. It was Brad Pitt because I was looking at pictures of him on Instagram, and he looks so great. I think he's aging beautifully. Sorry, Brad, but you're still young, and you are getting older. You know, he loves architecture and stuff. I could talk to him about a lot of things. He likes wine, too. Martha Stewart's crush on Brad Pitt. We love that Hollywood gossip, don't we? On Entertainment Tonight. I used to watch that show, Entertainment Tonight, and I haven't watched it recently. Uh, you can only watch so much stuff now that we have 4,000 channels on television. Did you ever go through 400 of them and say, there's nothing on, there's nothing good on TV. We need... 10,000 channels. Huh? <laughs> we grew up, folks, didn't we, with two and a half channels, and now we have hundreds and hundreds of channels, and there's nothing on. <laughs> Get a little spoiled, don't we? A man was in uh, BJ's Wholesale Club. Any of you remember that? And he faked a heart attack. The Daily Voice says the Lower Allen Township, Pennsylvania police are looking for a man, faked a heart attack, so his friend could steal two Samsung televisions from BJ's Wholesale Club. The unidentified man faked a heart attack at the cash register as employees tended to him. His friend pushed a cart with two TVs out of the store. The victim quickly recovered and fled with his friend in a pickup truck. Cops have posted surveillance pictures of the victim in hopes that somebody will recognize him. I hope that when they knock on his door, he doesn't have a heart attack. 
be nice if we can keep those surveillance cameras are great. They can really, you know, they these guys weren't wearing masks, so they're going to get a pretty good look at them, and justice hopefully will be served. And those are some of the uh, odds and ends stories to take you to the news. After the news, we're going to have fun with our lunchtime oldies. We like to make it a little bit different, you know, to do some songs maybe you haven't heard in a long, long time and have some interesting mixes, songs that have the same titles, one-hit wonders, things of that nature. So let's get to the news at noon and uh, see what's up. Hopefully it's been a quiet hour in the news. You know what's been happening, right? Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. Your number one local connection through the years. And now, if you didn't know it, we're on 94.5 FM, too. 94.5 W333B in Norwich. It's the noon hour, lunchtime. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The investigation continues after a California dance club shooting that left 10 people dead and the 72-year-old suspect then killing himself. Authorities say the man killed himself as police officers closed in on the van that he used to flee the scene of an attempted second shooting. Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna. Uh, I was informed before coming out here we still have seven people, seven victims who are hospitalized. Uh, and I'm sure that the work of our firefighters and police officers contributed uh, to saving at least those lives. The victims' conditions range from stable to critical. Also at townhall.com, an attorney for Joe Biden says additional documents with classified markings were found at the president's Wilmington home on Friday. Correspondent Shelley Adler reports. Democratic Senator Joe Manchin would like to hear President Biden take responsibility for the classified documents that have been found. He sure didn't intend for it to fall in the wrong hands and use it against our country. I know they didn't intend that to happen. Could it have happened? I don't know. And yeah, you just might as well say, listen, it's irresponsible. It was something we should have had a better check and balance on. GOP Congresswoman Nancy Mace of South Carolina says she's disappointed that it took so long for the Biden administration to first admit the wrongdoing. I am grateful that the president is now being more transparent about it, but he did hide it for two months once it was discovered, and then nobody knew about it for five years. Both Mace and Manchin appeared on NBC's Meet the Press. I'm Shelley Adler. Stocks have been trading higher as investors prepare for another big slate of corporate earnings this week. The Dow up 330 points, the NASDAQ adding 224. More at townhall.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-279-7495. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. 
Call 800-279-7495 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-279-7495. What do you have to lose? Call 800-279-7495. Again, 800-279-7495. On the international front, political unrest is continuing in Peru, and that chaos is affecting a famed tourist destination. Correspondent Charles de la Desma with the latest in this report. Anti-government protesters march in Aguascaliente, a town near Cusco. The culture ministry says it had closed the country's most famous tourist attraction, Machu Picchu, as well as the Inca Trail leading up to the site to protect, it says, the safety of tourists and the population in general. Some 417 visitors have been stuck at Machu Picchu and unable to get out, more than 300 of them foreigners. The closure of the Incan citadel that dates back to the 15th century and is often referred to as one of the seven wonders of the world comes as protesters from outlying regions descend on the capital, Lima. I'm Charles Diladesma. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. The U.S. government's road safety agency has closed a lengthy investigation into exhaust odors in Ford Explorers. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration determined that the SUVs don't have levels of carbon monoxide that exceed EPA standards and don't need to be recalled. This comes after reviewing more than 6,500 consumer complaints covering nearly 1.5 million Explorers in the model years from 2011 to 2017. Many of the complaints came from police departments. The agency did observe that there were sealing issues due to the installation of non-consumer equipment, such as lights and sirens, which contributed to the highest measured carbon monoxide levels. George Williams reporting. A Native American tribe in South Dakota says several of its members died when December storms buried the reservation in snow. Leaders of the Rosebud Sioux tribe say the deaths could have been prevented had it not been for a series of systemic failures. More on these stories at townhall.com. <laughs> They're playing lots of music from years and years ago. The songs that we grew up with are just a memory. But every day from noon to one, we're making history. Crosby, Stills, and Nash had such a great sound. I wanted to play one by Crosby, Stills, and Nash for you um, because of the passing of Crosby. So let's um, start off this hour with something from a group that when they sang together, man, they had such great harmony. Check it out. They were just wonderful together. I'll light the fire. You place the flowers in the vase that you bought today. Staring at the fire.
So great together, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies at WICH, and David Crosby, unfortunately, we heard over the weekend, has uh, passed away. we got a good mix for you. Jimmy Clanton retired to become an evangelist. Did you know that? I haven't heard from him in a very long time. He was on our show many, many years ago, and he said that rock and roll was hurting young people. Maybe some of the songs, but he had some pretty innocent songs when he was singing. He should have kept singing a little longer. Here's one of them. Venus and Blue Jeans. That's not going to hurt anyone, right? Unless the blue jeans are too tight.
boys in blue jeans. Well, we used to say overalls or dungarees, but they're blue jeans. They look pretty much the same. There's a great uh, Canadian family called the Poppy family back in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. They had a couple of hits. This was their big one. Which way you going, Billy? Can I go to? Which way you going, Billy? Can I go with you? I really love you, Billy. And all this time, I thought you loved me, Billy. And you were mine. you, Billy, and though I'm trying, I'm hurting so bad, Billy, I can't help crying, you sister of Terry Jacks, who had the big number one hit, Seasons in the Sun. So, very uh, talented family there, known as the Poppy family. Well, the news is that Danny and the Juniors just graduated. So, that's good news. Now, in their late hundreds, they got their diploma. 
that turned out to be correct rock and roll is here to stay and that's it danny and the juniors who just graduated Stu's lunchtime oldie break at wich there are many ways that uh young people showed that they went together of course the ring is always the big one you know class ring and the big thing was going steady and then when it didn't work you're you're getting rocky but Going steady was a really big expression. I don't know if they use it anymore, but here's a song about going steady. It's wearing the first name initial. First name initial. First name initial. First name initial. Ooh. Oh, it's your 
junior high school, everybody had a picture of Annette Funicello in their wallet. You know, they wanted, they wanted to go steady with her. Hmm? But I guess she was taken. And here's another way of going steady by wearing a ring around your neck. Won't you wear my ring up around your neck to tell the heck <laughs> romantic and of course the words uh, the two words that were always you know hit every teenager mostly and that is the two words of breaking up where is he I we broke up give him the ring back no breaking up is hard to do 
Breaking up is hard to do, at least for one of them, you know that. So uh, if you're going to do that, don't do it online, text, email. Just do it in person. And do it gently.
a little longer Cause I'll never, never love again give him a guilt trip, huh? And then, of course, there's always that possibility when you break up that you're going to make up and hopefully not break up again. Here are the stylistics. It's 1228 Stu's lunchtime break at WICHAM and FM.
Sounds like Liz Taylor and uh, Richard Burton, doesn't it? Break up, make up, break up. Some people get married the same person three times. I don't know what the record is, but that was a record by the uh, Stylistics. Stu's Lunchtime Oldie Mix. Glad you could join us here today, mixing them up a little different. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit at Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. And we get Phil makes house calls. You have that big grandfather clock and it's pretty hard to lift. He'll just come and fix it up for you. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. At Hall Communications, we've helped thousands of local businesses be heard by their customers and potential customers with their radio commercials. Now we can help you be seen by your potential customers as well. Target your customers where they are with Hall Digital. We'll track them down in their home, their office, at your competitor's business, and send them your message. We can reach people that are looking to dine out or buy a car. Sales, line two. We send them an online ad for your business. We can even send them an ad when they're visiting your competition. They'll hear your ad on the radio and see your ad online with Hall Digital. At Hall Communications, we combine two of the most powerful marketing tools, radio and digital, to get you more customers and increase your sales and profits. To find out more, go to our station webpage and the Contact Us tab to get started. Radio and digital. A great one-two punch for your business. Lionel Richie, before he went solo, was with a group called the Commodores, and uh, they did very well. It's called a brick house. Thirty-six degrees now. WICH precipitation in our future. These guys look like I want to slap you. This is how the story goes. She knows she's got everything that a woman needs to get a man. Yeah, yeah. How can she lose with the suit she used? 36, 24, 36. What a winning hand, cause she's a bitch. Just letting it all hang out as she's a brick house. Oh, that lady's back. That's a fact. Ain't holding nothing back. Oh, she's a brick house. Yeah, she's the one, the only one built like an Amazon. The clothes she wear, her sexy ways, make a old man wish for younger days. Yeah, yeah. She knows she's built and knows how to please. Show enough can knock a 
complimentary as she's a brick house so I wonder she didn't throw a brick at him this is kind of interesting and um, rock and roll hall of fame no I haven't been there but it's supposed to be really something special well on this date in 1986 the rock and roll hall of fame inducted its first members its first members Chuck Berry James Brown Ray Charles Fats Domino, the Everly Brothers, Buddy Holly, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Elvis Presley. The first inductees to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Boy, they had some good ones for starters, huh? Well, let's get to one. Uh, the Everly Brothers were honored. The very first group to go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Johnny is a joker, he's a bird, a very funny joker, he's a bird, but when he jokes my honey, he's a dog, his joking ain't so funny, what a dog, Johnny is a joker that's a trying to steal my baby, he's a bird dog, Johnny sings a love song, like a bird, sings the sweetest love song you ever heard, but when he sings to my cow, what a hell. Donna wants to fly away and puppy love my baby. He's a bird dog. Hey, bird dog, get away from my quail. Hey, bird dog, we're on the wrong trail. Bird dog, you better leave my loving love alone. Hey, bird dog, get away from my chick. Hey, bird dog, you better get away quick. Bird dog, you better find a chicken Now, what a dog He even made the teacher let him sit next to my baby 
A great honor for those two. Got into the rock and the first to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I thought it was around longer than uh, what is what did I say? 1986. That's pretty amazing. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has only been around since 1986. Boy, they had a lot of catching up to do, and of course, Chuck Berry had to be in there. He was one of the great pioneers of uh, rock and roll music, so we can't leave Chuck Berry out. In fact, I won't leave him out this hour either. Here's one of the hits by Mr. Chuck Berry. It was a teenage wedding and the old folks wished him well. You could see that Pierre did truly love the mademoiselle. And now the young monsieur and madame have rung the chapel bell. Say la vie, say the old folks, it goes to show you never can. first year in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, another great star, Mr. Ray Charles. And you never can tell 
when they're going to change their style a little bit. And he did it. It was one of his most successful ventures from rocking it out. He decided to record a country album and had one of the biggest hits of the year from that album. Here's Ray Charles.
Charles was around to know that he got into the Hall of Fame. First one in 1986. But then you had, of course, um, Buddy Holly, who had such a short career. Actually, when you think about it, he was only 22 years old when he lost his life. But he came out with so many great products that uh, he was one of the first members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1986. Mr. Buddy Holly. So we've got to play a Buddy Holly song. I wonder if he was the uh, youngest performer ever to get into the Hall of Fame with such a short career. But he had so many hits and still today considered one of the best. Here's Buddy Holly raving about him. Oh, hell, little things you say. Of course, Elvis Presley was uh, one of the first performers to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1986. And if he didn't get in there, then certainly there would have been demonstrations for sure because he was known as the king of rock and roll. Some people debate that, but if he wasn't the king, he was definitely uh, royalty. Here's Elvis from 1964. We ain't that loving you, baby.
86, when the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame opened up, they put in Fats Domino right away. Good choice. You made me cry when you said goodbye. Is that a shame? My tears fell like rain. Said we'll part. Ain't that a shame? My tears fell like rain. Ain't that a shame? You're the one to blame. Oh well, goodbye. Although I'll cry. Ain't that a shame? Said goodbye, ain't that a shame? My tears fell like rain. into the Hall of Fame, huh? Fats Domino. So, uh, the other one got into the uh, Hall of Fame. Probably could have done it on his first recording, his first hit. This was enough to get him through, even though Jerry Lee Lewis had a number of other hits, but this was the song. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain Too much of love drives a man insane You broke my will but what a thrill Goodness gracious, great balls of fire I let you love what I thought it was funny You came along and moved me, honey I've changed my mind, this world is fine Great balls of fire Kisses the baby Mmm, feels good Hold me, baby Well, I want to love you like I love a should You're fine, so kind Tell this world that you might, 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 might That you might nail down and I twitch on my thumb I'm real nervous, but it sure is fun Come on, baby It drives me crazy And this girl is just great balls of fire
The original Hall of Famers there. That's Jerry Lee. Hope you enjoyed that uh, little tribute to 1986 when they first opened up the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And now... As we relax ourselves and get into the news, of course, when you hear the news, it's not that relaxing, unfortunately. Goodness, less than a month away from Valentine's Day, speaking of roses. got a good job. He works one day, a, one day a year. Not bad. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, and we're on FM 2 94.5 W233DV in Norwich. After the news, literally. So I hope you stay with us. Coming up to 1 o'clock and 36 degrees. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Authorities continue to search for a motive for the gunman who killed 10 people at a Los Angeles area ballroom dance club during Lunar New Year celebrations. The suspect, 72-year-old Hukan Tran, was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound on Sunday in the van that authorities say he used to flee after being prevented from attacking another dance hall. The New York Times reporting that a man whose family runs that venue was able to wrest a gun away from the assailant. Meanwhile, President Biden has signed a proclamation honoring the victims of the mass shooting in Monterey Park, California. The president offered his thoughts and prayers to those affected by the deadly shooting. He directed the federal government to support local and state authorities, and he signed a proclamation in the victim's honor, ordering flags to be lowered at the White House and all public buildings and lands through sunset on Thursday. The White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reporting. Also at townhall.com, the Senate's number two Democrat is raising concerns about President Biden's viability as a leader because of his mishandling of classified documents. Bob Agnew reports. Senator Dick Durbin told CNN when classified information is found in the wrong place, it, quote, diminishes the stature of any person who is in possession of it because it's not supposed to happen. Attorney General Merrick Garland announced earlier this month he was appointing a special counsel to investigate allegations Biden mishandled classified materials. The documents date from his days in the U.S. Senate to his time as vice president during the Obama administration. Senator Durbin says it matters not whether the mishandling may have been the mistake of a staffer or an attorney. In his words, the elected official bears ultimate responsibility. Bob Agner reporting. The Dow is up 303 points and the NASDAQ 233 points in the positive territory. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. 
we teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Japan's Prime Minister warning that the country's low birth rate threatens the nation's survival. BBC correspondent Michael Bristow reports. Japan is estimated to have had fewer than 800,000 births last year. In the 1970s, that figure was more than 2 million. Over the same period, life expectancy has been rising. All this means there are a growing number of older people and a declining number of workers to support them. This is the trend in many countries, but it's more pronounced in Japan. Mr Kashida has promised to spend more to encourage couples to have children. But Japanese governments have tried that before, without success. An investigation into a sinking ship incident 28 years ago has yielded no definitive cause for the accident. The MS Estonia sank in the Baltic Sea on September 28, 1994, killing 852 people. Breaking news at townhall.com. Virginia officials say Amazon plans to build a $35 billion data center in the state. In exchange for choosing Virginia, Amazon will receive millions in incentives. The deal was announced by Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin and needs approval by the General Assembly, but leaders in both parties favor it. Data centers, however, have become a politically volatile topic, especially in northern Virginia, where neighbors are voicing noise and environmental concerns. The location of the data center, to be built by 2040, will be determined at a later date, but tech companies prefer northern Virginia's proximity to connection points. Hi, Norman Hall. The judge presiding over the bankruptcy of cryptocurrency exchange FTX has approved the company's choice of a law firm to represent it in the bankruptcy proceedings. The judge also allowing FTX to continue redacting names of customers for at least 90 days. More on these stories at townhall.com. Your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us for another round. I remember boxing was, was, is it still 15 rounds? Whatever happened to boxing? I guess it's still around, but you don't hear much about it. You know, who's the, I don't even know who the world champion is. Used to be a big deal. Anyway, we have another round of our show. We just go four rounds every day. Well, Hulk Hogan won the World Wrestling Federation Championship from the Iron Sheik. In 1984, there's a statistic, or this is something that's, uh, on this date in 1985, O.J. Simpson became the first Heisman Trophy winner to be elected to Pro Football's Hall of Fame. I have no comment after that, folks. And uh, in this uh, day, we uh, Captain Kangaroo, remember him? Captain Kangaroo, he also played Clarabelle 
I think I'm correct on that. And uh, Captain Kangaroo was Bob Keeshan, who died at the age of 76. Captain Kangaroo. Kind of a gentle-paced children's program. Not really a roadrunner-type show. Johnny Carson. Somebody who will, I don't doubt, will ever be replaced on The Tonight Show, died at 79 on this date. And Jack LaLanne. Do you remember him? Well, those muscles. Here's a guy that was in good shape. Uh, he lived till 96. So there was something to the way he took care of himself. That's, that's for sure. That happened on this day in history. Also in 1950, the microwave oven patent was issued. In 1950, well, I didn't. I thought it was more recent than that. Winston Churchill died in 1965. What else happened on this uh, day? In 1986, Scientology founder L. Rob Hubbard died. And you know, you still think he's alive today because Scientology, of course, was founded on some of his thoughts and viewpoints. But he died in 1986. What else happened on this day? It's amazing. Oh, speaking of O.J. Simpson, the prosecution delivered its opening statement in the Simpson murder trial. So it's amazing how someone's life can flip-flop like the Heisman Trophy and then you're on trial for murder. Yep. Amazing stuff. This portion of our program is an open forum if there's something that uh, you'd like to discuss. Any topic, locally, regionally, something from out of space, you're certain uh, welcome to do so. And what else do we have? The Pope released a statement denouncing, in 2018, fake news. He wrote that fake news actually started at the beginning of time. Fake news was a strategy employed by the crafty serpent in the book of Genesis, who at the dawn of humanity and humility created the first fake news, which began the tragic history of human sin. Fake news is driven by economic and manipulative aims that are rooted in a thirst for power. Ain't that the truth, huh? People are drawn to sharing fake news because it appeals to the insatiable greed so easily aroused in human beings. The Pope said that in 2018. I think he was on to something. What do you think? Fake news, or news that isn't researched like it should be, and just thrown out there, huh? Hmm. By the way, in, uh, in Florida, in case you're in South Florida, police are looking for a serial wig thief. The thief recently walked into an Oakland Park, Florida beauty store, discharged pepper spray in the air, stole $1,200 worth of wigs. What's he going to do with that, huh? Obviously, he'll be walking around in the disguise. The man sped away in a waiting SUV. Police believe that he is the culprit in at least four other beauty store robberies. He's got a wig fetish, a toupee. Hmm? I know, can you tell when somebody's wearing a wig? I don't care. You know, it makes you feel good. Wear a wig, don't wear a wig. Yeah, it's none of my biz. Sometimes you find out years later that... Uh, People you never dreamt were wearing a wig wore a wig. Hmm? 
If it makes you feel better, go for it. WICH, welcome. Hello. Hey, it reminds me of the guy that was stealing luggage that was working for Biden. He was into women's clothing, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's left the building now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you want to talk, uh, uh, you talking TV shows and stuff? You know, um, there was one called uh, Tour of Duty. It was a Vietnam series in the 80s. Now, in today's paper, in the opinion page, it was talking about how wind turbines will kill birds that fly into them. That's obvious. But the thing about the whales, and the thing is, I think a lady called you last week. Yeah, they blow a hole in the seafloor to put, you know, the big tall thing in, but it, it reminded me of something from tour duty where... LT and Sarge were lost in the jungle, and they were hungry, and they took out a grenade, they threw it in the water, and the concussion blast floated lots of fish to the surface, and all they had to do was walk in and get the fish. And I believe that is what's happening to the whales and any other sea animal, mammal, fish on the bottom of the seafloor. If they're blasting for these wind turbine thingies, they're killing stuff on the bottom. Now, here's another example of a TV show, Hogan's Heroes, okay? I was telling you about uh, Hogan uh, telling Clint to sell his paintings in, in Berlin. But what Hogan was doing, he's really praising them, and they really weren't that great. Oh, Colonel Clint, you could get big bucks for him. So what Hogan was doing, he was putting secret messages in the back of the paintings. Then they were being sold in Berlin, but the buyers were Hogan's, you know, accomplices. You know, everyone he wanted to get the messages. No, no, I haven't watched Hogan's Heroes in a hundred years. Buy the painting. Mm -hmm. So think about that when we're worried about secret documents and everything. Now here's another one about hefty prices like they had an article about eggs in the paper today mm-hmm. you know on the Muppet Christmas Carol which starred Michael Caine Rizzo the Rat and Gonzo were selling apples on the side of the street for five cents each uh, Gonzo yelled at Rizzo for eating the apples and he said what I'm creating a scarcity so we can raise the prices think about that Raising a scarcity on everything. That's what they're doing with eggs, huh? They're trying to suck people into eggs? Well, no. It's like you you take away the oil, and everyone's got to pay through the teeth. Take away the gasoline, take away the natural gas, create a scarcity. Everyone's got to pay. Now, why is it? That every time it's going to be a holiday, they kill our flocks of turkeys off. And everything like that, you know, they did it under Obama. Every holiday. You you know, if anyone wanted to make money on bets in Las Vegas, all you have to do is say, okay, it's on Thanksgiving. So you're thinking that. You're thinking that that uh, illness that uh, affects the turkeys and uh, the chickens, you think that's a fake job? Yeah, I do. Because you're putting that in your book? You're putting that in your book, right? thousands of turkeys and not have one or a few die in the gigantic flocks. 
And all they have to do is say, uh-oh, uh, uh, whatever flu, you, uh, all of them dead. But you notice one thing? They'll kill flocks of turkeys off, but they will let the Chinese come into our country. And uh, Gordon Chang wrote a full-page article in the Epic Times saying they're having a very bad COVID outbreak over there, but yet the traveling back and forth is fine. And I believe it's because they want another outbreak here. Well, put on the uh, you know, put it in your conspiracy book, and let me know when it's finished. I got to run. Thank okay. you. Hello, welcome to the program. You're on the air. Good afternoon, Stu. Hello, Larry. <laughs> did you did you get that package? Uh, no, I did not. I didn't wasn't able to get up there. Really was tied up, but I'll uh, certainly bring it up a lot tomorrow. I thought you were going to bring it down to you, but I, I mm-hmm. guess that's all right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, what do you think of um, what do you think of the Supreme Court with their funny stuff with uh, Chief Justice Roberts that they uh, 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 we can't find a person who leaked that information. No, they've only been investigating it for eight months, and I like it when they say they can't. It's not that they can't. I wish they take that word out. There's no such word as can't. They won't. That's a better word, won't. I don't know. I mean, they, they say they've uh, interviewed everybody, and uh, yeah. but there's still more things okay. they can do. You know how corrupt the Supreme Court is, getting? Right along with the rest of the... Uh, um, well, why weren't uh, at least some members want to get it more investigated? Uh, you would think they would, huh? Well, for such an important um, thing like this that happened, that caused, almost almost caused a Supreme Court justice to get assassinated. In fact, the guy was on his front lawn with a gun, ready to kill him. Except he changed his mind at the last minute. So do you think that this is important now? Well, of course it's important. I mean, Supreme it's, Court justice almost took place? should be a serious offense with a jail sentence, actually. Yeah. Well, how come it's not? How, how come these idiots in Washington haven't made a law that uh, uh, or the Supreme Court hasn't come up with something that you leak information from the Supreme Court that uh, you're going to jail? You're going to jail for a long time. But they didn't want it. They know who it is. So they didn't so? want to d- divulge the information as to cause more problems because it's a Democrat who did it. Well, don't forget, there's there's more Republicans than Democrats in the Supreme Court, so they can certainly... There's more there's Republicans more, more than... Republicans and Democrats. Yeah, right, in the Supreme Court. So why aren't they yeah. uh, pushing it more? But it was one of the law clerks. That uh, that uh, clerk for the uh, for the, for the uh, Democrats for the three Democrats, they know who it is. All they had to do was inter- to interview three or four people, and they had their person. They could have forced them to take uh, polygraph tests. Well, I don't uh, uh, I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Uh, what you're saying, but you know, then you could say a polygraph test is uh, well, pretty accurate, but not completely. Just but you know something. When when this comes down to what happened, what one of these people did, and almost got a Supreme Court justice assassinated, um, I would say this is pretty serious, and they should have found out and let the public know who who did this. So maybe that their life could be turned upside down for a little while, like the Supreme Court justice has had. People following them around, going to restaurants where they are, going to their house and disturbing their little children while they're trying to eat dinner. 
Maybe this person who did this should have a little of their life disrupted. What do you think? I think I would like to know who did it, and I think they should be punished. And I don't, they, they should be scared so they'll never do it again. So, I don't know. I Sometimes I'm... Uh, and Chief Justice Roberts, he's uh, he disappointed me again. I can't I can't figure out what, who, who he is anymore. Uh, maybe they should take that job away from him and give it to somebody else. All um, right, Lair. So try to hey, have, have a good, a good day. Thank you. Have a little fun. Have some laughs. We are going to have uh, the Poker King on the program. Tomorrow, 1 o'clock, Dick Pillar. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. In celebration of the Chinese New Year's, um, I want to say for all the Chinese people listening out there and whatnot, I want to say Happy New Year. This is the year of the rabbit. You're right. You're right on. You're right on. The year of the rabbit. I see a lot of rabbit statues. Yes. And it's supposed to be a symbol of good luck. And uh, what I want to say, I do have a Chinese neighbor, several in, you know, um, in my area in growing up. And one of the families one year um, gave me mooncake. It was a big thing. You know, and they gave me a canister of mooncake. Mm-hmm. So um, I just ran over to my existing uh, Chinese neighbor there to give her a card and say, in happy, happy New Year and whatnot, and she's a great neighbor. So in celebration of that, because that is their um, uh, lunar calendar, and, uh, you know, I celebrate them. It's Good. about the That's people, great. not the leaders. Of course, it's all about the leaders, yes. Good people, great mm-hmm. people, and I'm learning a lot from them. And, uh, well, if you ever get a recipe for more, if you ever so get a recipe for more. All right, thank a you. Shout out and say Happy New Year to the Chinese people. All right, thank you for that. I was trying to say if you ever get a recipe for mooncake, I'm sure we would all like to uh, hear what's in that. Would it be cheese? I don't know. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. How you doing today? All right, sir. Snowing out, Stu. Oh, no kidding. It just started oh, snowing Oh, yeah, it just high. started. I just checked the window. Yep. Boo. So, I agree with Larry on most about just about everything, but I'm to the right of him. Mm-hmm. On every issue, just about. But the reason I called was I was reading Epstein's flight log. I can send it to you if you want. That should Trump's be interesting. On page nine, he took a trip once years ago. You ever hear the word Pritzker? Familiar, I'm not sure. Pritzker is the governor of Illinois. He's the one that he he wants to let murderers go and no bail for murderers and yeah, well, parents can't have any say if their children are receiving um, sex change operations and mm-hmm. the whole nine, everything, everything possible. That's Pritzker guy. He's on there. He's he, 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 not him, but his family member. He's on the travel log. 
Pritzker's on the travelogue many times, mm-hmm. the one that went with Epstein's Island. Also, you have also to understand, also though, you know, people also got convicted of child molestation. People, uh, people suck up to billionaires and millionaires, and uh, there are many people who went to the island probably didn't know what was going on. Yeah, sure. So the one name I came across was Ellison. Mandy Ellison, Ellison and her husband. They're very wealthy, the Ellisons. Mm-hmm. They took trips with Epstein. They came back and formed a corporation in Florida. That corporation, CGB, is the main investor of DOS Pharmaceuticals, which turned into immunotherapies in Delaware, the people who originally did the virus experimentation. Okay. Okay, it all goes right back to them. That's Hunter Biden's business partner. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all going right back to them. And this is just the flight log. This isn't the people that went to his house. This is only people that went on the plane. On the plane. That's right. Hunter Biden's business partners who formed the pharmaceutical company with the money they got from Epstein. Oh, they went on what a tangled web. In a law yes. in America called mm-hmm. the... Luger Nunn Act, from Senators Luger and Nunn, that created the bio labs in Ukraine. So these are the same people, Stu. I know you come up with these uh, this information. Do you want to read it for yourself? I didn't come up with it. I will send you Epstein's flight log if you want. Okay, if you yeah, I'm just wearing you get initially. Where do you get this news so I can find it? Um, it's hard to find Epstein's flight log on a website because they keep getting taken down. Okay. Um, you can try. Just Google it mm-hmm. and see if you can get it. It should be available if I have it. Yeah, I'm sure. I can't I can't put it on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They'll just take it right down, or it'll just be rejected. You can put any file on Facebook. You could put pictures, whatever, on Facebook. You put Epstein's flight log on there, you'll be banned in one second. All right, thank you for the information. All right, I'll send it to you. Trump's right. on page nine. Okay, thank you. Okay. Bye. I have so many things to check today. My goodness. My docket is filled. It is truly filled. Uh, it's time for some chocolate. Here is the most 10 mood-boosting activities that people love to boost your mood. Are you ready? Spending time with friends and family. If you're in a crummy mood, according to this new survey, spend some time with friends and family. Get out of yourself. Have some people around you that you care about. Another mood booster is listen to music. Don't listen to music that's so sad. Listen to fun music. Another mood booster is rest and relax. Another one is... Go outside. No use sitting alone in your room. Come to the cabaret. Go outside. Entertainment can get your mood better. Film, podcast, video games. Read a book or listen to an audio book. Spend time in nature to boost your mood. Enjoy food that you enjoy. Don't you hate to eat something you don't enjoy? And another mood booster is, survey says, work out. 
So number one is spending time with friends and family to get your mood in a better place. And we have a sleep a sleep survey. A new s- survey by Premier Protein reveals that the average person only gets six hours of sleep a night. Doesn't sound too bad. The average person wakes up feeling well-rested only three mornings a week. I think I may be in that category. The average person needs two hours to wind down before going to bed. 41% of people drink milk before bed because they think it will improve their sleep quality. I don't know. But if there was proof, I would definitely drink milk before I go to bed. Dream that I'm a cow. Or um, I've heard that if you make some warm milk before going to bed, that that's relaxing. But you hear a lot of things, and it's hard to find exactly what the truth is. But that's something. All right. Okay. Some other things in the news that you may not have heard in other places. A Florida man caught a 16-foot python with his bare hands. Now, we don't recommend that you do this. Newsweek magazine says a South Florida man recently caught a 16-foot Burmese python with his bare hands and still has hands to tell you. Josh Turner and his wife caught the 88-pounder on camera. It was slithering in the bushes in a forest reserve and is considered an evasive species in Florida. The snake was euthanized because it is a threat to local wildlife. Hmm. I guess he caught him with his camera, right? No, he caught him with his hands. Oh, good grief. The things that people do. You know, a lot of us would be running in another direction, and I would be right with you. Here's the most wanted Valentine's Day gifts. Gives you a little head start on this one. 48% want a nice dinner at a restaurant. 34% want chocolates. I'm surprised chocolates is number two. 31% want flowers. 25% want jewelry. 28% want an experience like a massage or a concert. 22% want a vacation. 17% want a handmade gift. And 14% on Valentine's Day would like electronics. Hmm. Electronics. That's an interesting one. So there's a little bit of the old survey stuff for you. If you'd like to check in, 889-5252, we'll get you through. Welcome to the program. Hi, good afternoon, Stu. Hi, Joe. How you doing, bud? All right. You know, you don't realize, like I said, I've been in Norwich for 40 years now. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been in the, from the Navy and all that, but right where I live, I've been here over 25 years was November. You don't realize what you accumulate and all. And uh, I talked to my sister again yesterday. She's got things in the mix. And uh, mm-hmm. she says, Joe, I've got so much stuff in storage. You don't need to just go light. So yeah, go I'm light. Gonna, I'm going to go real light. So I'm just getting rid of a lot of stuff. And we got the dumpster out back. So that's a good thing. And that's not a problem. And I'm going to leave a lot of stuff. I'm just overwhelmed because I'm, you know, I haven't done this so long, you know? So if you have any stuff that you think is good, you put it on swaps if you want. You know, we take yeah, some swap I, calls. I probably, yeah, I never thought, yeah, I, you know, I did. I sold a, years ago, I put you on, I used your swaps, and I it sold like hotcakes. I had a, it was a 30-foot 
uh, Warner aluminum extension ladder. Mm-hmm. Practically brand new, Stu. It had the new rope. It had this outrigger on it, every damn thing. And I could have got a lot more for that. But I, <clears> I gave the guy a good break, but I did sell that. So, yeah, maybe I'll think about that because I have some people here. I told them they can have stuff, too. I just give it, you know. Cause okay. She said, yeah, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Hey, I heard you say the Giants, uh, but you like the Eagles, too. My sister went. She goes to the games all the time. And she said, Joe, they were up like 28 to nothing in the in the first half. They got an interception. I didn't get to listen to it on the radio, but, you know, they did a good job on the Giants. And that's a rival. That's, they used to call it the New Jersey Turnpike Series because they're throwing, you know. No, I'll be rooting for the Eagles. I'll do that. I'll, they can have my route. That's pretty cool, Stu. Uh, so next week they'll play the 49ers, I think. And I love what Larry said. He said, you know, the Giants are a good team, but the Eagles this year are a great team, and I kind of agree with Larry, you know. Not just because I'm an Eagles fan, but I hope they can take My sister goes, I wanted Dallas to win because they already beat Dallas twice this year. She thinks the 49ers are a much stronger team than Dallas. I said, hey, it's a team, you know, it's a competition. Yeah. But the best team wins, but that's how she thinks. But anyhow, so, uh, yeah, I'm just... Going through stuff, and I'm I'm going to start whittling things away. And are you finding hoping, th- are you finding things that surprised you that you didn't even forgot you had? Well, <laughs> yeah, some things absolutely, and so many clothes that accumulated that I don't need. And uh, uh, she said, "Don't even worry about pots and pans. This is don't worry about anything." Joe, I got two queen size beds in storage. You only have to bring your bed. So. Uh, I, most of it's going to be boxes and a couple duffel bags with my clothes, all my suits. And uh, and my boxes of papers, all my Navy stuff, and you know stuff like that. And other than that, man, that's, I'm only going to go away in a van, probably a van size. I don't need more than a ten foot truck. So I called them, and I just got to make the plans ahead, head, heads up with them because they don't have vehicles all the time available. So I got to give them a little heads up advantage when I get ready to do Sounds that. Sounds like you have and, a wonderful and, sister. Yeah, she is. She truly is, and. Uh, where I wanted to go in the suburbs of Philly, she said, Joe, the prices are outrageous. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, and she goes, but I got I got people calling. She's a business type person, and uh, she works for big time people, and uh, she's got a thing on with her, you know, her phone and everything. But in the city, right right down from the stadium, they, they got apartments right, and that's all I want is a studio, right over stores, right on the main drag, and they got transportation, everything right there. She said, you can get it for the rent you're paying in here in Connecticut. So oh, I said, great. fine, I'll live in the city. I don't mind the city, you know? Well, that's good, Joe. It's it's starting to come together, huh? That's good for it's, you. It is. So I'm a little excited. I'm a little anxious, but I'm just trying to grin and bear it. Well, I, and think I will it's, get, I'll get through it. I think it's going to be good for you personally, but uh, you can always too. keep in touch. I certainly will, man. All right, Joe. Talk to you soon. Take care, Stu. Too. Hello. Welcome to the program. Well, I don't even know Joey, but just in the last year that I've been listening, he sounds like such a sweet person, and I'm so happy for him that he's going to live with his sister. It sounds like a good thing. Yeah, it's going to be with family. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I, on the top ten list of, of things you like for Valentine's Day, I always liked flowers when my husband used to get me flowers. But one time used he came to? home with a little brown paper bag from a convenience store, and he bought me Little candies in a bag, like hot balls and, you know, a little candy Stouffer's heart with marshmallow inside. I don't need one of those big fancy boxes, and he doesn't get me anything anymore. It's been 
37 years you've been married, so do you get your wife something still? Oh, sure, sure. I mean, oh, so well, the, we don't do that. I don't know why, but we just don't. I get him something from time to time, but he doesn't. I, I just prefer him be in a good mood, and we get along every okay, day. Well, and I, don't really along. Say, okay, I did get a brand new car. So I mean, uh, she wanted a, a, a golf club, and uh, sure, you know, flowers. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. Like flowers don't like last don't as long need, as a yeah, golf exactly. club. So. Oh boy, golf club. So that's mm-hmm. one year I got a vacuum cleaner, and someone said that's awful. I said no, I needed a new vacuum cleaner, and I said, can I have that for Christmas or my birthday or whatever? My birthday, we're going to have get some more DVDs. How about, so there you go. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Simple's a, good for me. I, I don't mind. Simple's so, good. So, it's only a you know, problem if it's a Your problem. show was really great today. I like the, um, the 50s theme. It was nice. It was fun. Well, I'm always you. home when I listen to your show, and I'm I'm cooking and swinging my hips and dancing around the kitchen and uh, and hanging out and listening to you. So I, I agree with what you said before. Music um, Music's my number one Can thing. Can put you in a good I, mood. I, I do. I love music, and as soon as my husband leaves for school, I put on uh, WICH, and yep, I will call in tomorrow so I can talk to Mr. Piller. Looking forward to it. Excellent. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. See ya. Oh, Dick Piller's on tomorrow. Dick Piller! No, he's not going to give me poker lessons, but he's going to talk about the history that he has, because you probably went to some of his poker festivals or heard him on uh, WICH for so many years. So it's a special day tomorrow at 1 o'clock. We'll be talking with Dick Piller. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Well, as was predicted, we are getting some light snow at the moment. So there it is. Haven't had a lot of it this season. Here's a complete update of the forecast for today. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. A little bit of snow this afternoon, 40. More snow in Wyndham County where there's a winter weather advisory. Could get one to three inches of snow by late afternoon there. Snow will taper off tonight, 28. Breaks of sunshine tomorrow, 41. And then cloudy on Wednesday with a chance of snow, and then it'll turn to rain with a high of 39. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. It's going to go some Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, thank you. Um, I don't think we're going to hit 40, but we'll see. 34 degrees and snowing at the moment. If you would like to check in... At the desk at 889-5252. Polka music can put you in a good mood, huh? Maybe we'll get a polka song in on this ugly-looking day outside. Well, what's the next superfood? Algae. (laughs) The University of California, San Diego, says algae is going to be the next hot superfood. Researchers say it is high in protein, vitamins, and minerals... It can also be grown in salt water, which will save freshwater resources. Some algae also contain antioxidants. You hear that expression a lot, antioxidants. 
Maybe we should just get oxidants and not the anti-ones. I don't know, but that's a good way to sell things. And we have antioxidants in marshmallow fluff. No, no, we don't. That was just made up. Hey, would you like a cure for uh, a hangover? Besides not drinking? The New York Post says a new hangover cure is trending on TikTok. It involves placing water and ice cubes in a giant bowl before sticking your head in it. Sounds like fun, doesn't it? A doctor named Chris Jackson swears by the trend and says, put your face in a bowl of ice water, let the water hit your nostrils, and hold your face in the water for 5 to 10 seconds, and do it three times. It will activate the diver's reflex and help with nausea. It's also great for anxiety, migraines, and your skincare routine. And if you don't mind having a frozen nose, you're in good shape. Hmm. Well, some of the people say it works. You say, whoever told me to put my face in a bowl of ice water to fix my hangover was lying. That's another person that tried it. Nobody told me it was going to feel like I was drowning. <laughs> and somebody said it works. So there's your survey. I don't think I would recommend it. Where do they come up with this stuff? Probably to make a buck. One of the most brilliant comedians was George Carlin, who could take words and uh, make them very funny. Here's a few of them with George Carlin. Thank you. you. You know, we have a lot of expressions in the English language that we use all the time. Most all of us use them every day, and we never seem to examine them very closely. You know, we just say them as if they really made sense. Like, legally drunk. <laughs> well, if it's legal, what's the problem? <laughs> Leave the guy alone, he's legally drunk. <laughs> you know where you can stick it. You hear that, don't you? Guys, you know where you can stick that. Well, why do we always assume everyone knows where they can stick it? Suppose you don't know. Suppose you're a new guy. You have absolutely no idea where to stick it. I think there ought to be a government booklet entitled Where to Stick It. Now that I think of it, I believe there is a booklet like that. They send it to you when you complain about your income tax. Selling like hotcakes. Well, is this the fastest selling item we could think of? For this figure of speech? Hotcakes? Beer, cigarettes, coffee, even eggs. You go to the average place where people are ordering breakfast, you'll find a lot more people ordering eggs than are ordering hotcakes. Well, it doesn't sound right, does it? Michael Jackson's new album is selling like eggs. People won't say that. It doesn't have the right ring to it. Undisputed heavyweight champion. Well, if it's undisputed, what's all the fighting about? <laughs> to me... That's the last straw. That one doesn't seem fair to me, you know? I think you ought to warn a guy first. That's the next of the last straw. Let him know he's running out of straws. Down the pike. Boy, he was the meanest guy ever to come down the pike. Fine. 
What about guys who come up the pike? Not everybody lives north of the pike. Some guys come up the pike and they're really mean because nobody mentions them at all. What about a guy who don't even use the pike? Comes on Amtrak. He was the meanest guy ever to arrive on Amtrak. Doesn't have that ring, it's like eggs. Down the tubes. You hear that a lot, especially the last couple of years. People say, boy, the country is really going down the tubes. What tubes? Have you seen any tubes? Where are these tubes? And where do they go? And how come there's more than one tube? It would seem to me, one country, one tube. What, does every state all of a sudden have to have its own tube now? One tube is all you need. But a tube that big? Somebody would have seen it by now. Somebody would have said, hey, Joey, look at a tube. You never hear that. You know why? No tubes. No tubes. Takes the cake. Boy, he really takes the cake. Where? Where do you take a cake? To the movies? You know where I would take a cake? Down to the bakery to see the other cakes. And how come he takes the cake? How come he don't take the pie? Pie is easier to carry than a cake. Easy as pie. Cake is not too hard to carry either. Piece of cake. Out walking the streets. You hear this when a murderer gets paroled from prison. Guy will say, now instead of being in prison, this guy is out walking the streets. How do we know? Maybe he's home watching TV. Not every guy gets a parole, right? He's out walking the streets. Yeah. Sometimes they take a bus. Occasionally they steal a car. We ought to be glad. Thank God he stole a car. At least he's not out walking the streets. Fine and dandy. That's an old-fashioned one, you know? Say to a guy, how are you? He says, fine and dandy. Not me. I never say that. You know why? I'm never both of those things at the same time. Sometimes I'm fine, not dandy. Close to dandy, approaching dandy. In the vicinity of dandyhood. Not quite dandy. Other times, I am indeed dandy. Not fine. One time, 1965, August, for about an hour, I was both fine and dandy at the same time. Nobody asked me how I was. The riot act, you know? You hear that? They tell you you're gonna, keep telling you're gonna read you the riot act. Especially when you were a kid. You wait your father comes home, he's gonna read you the riot act. Tell him I read it myself. And I didn't like it either. I consider it wordy and poorly thought out. He wants to read me something. How about the big picture book of 250 sexual intercourse positions? More than happy. I'll bet you say that one. You say to somebody, oh, I'd be more than happy to do that. How can you be more than happy? To me, that sounds like a dangerous mental condition. We had to put Dave in the mental home. He was more than happy. <laughs> Last one, in your own words. People say that to you all the time. I say, well, tell us in your own words. 
Do you have your own words? I'm using the ones everybody else is using. Next time they tell you to say something in your own words, say Nick Flat Blarney Quando Fleur. He was a funny man, wasn't he, George Carlin? Later in the years, he got a little bitter with his comedy, but uh, just a brilliant, brilliant mind. George Carlin, hope you enjoyed uh, a little everyday expression. Now that we can, when we give an expression, we can think about it. Gee, what does that really mean? All right, it's time for uh, Dear Abby. <laughs> Dear Abby, here's the letter of the day. Dear Abby, I'm a three-year in a three-year relationship. But my significant other, Ron, is extremely cautious about emotional attachment. It took him two years to tell me that he loves me or even to express any form of serious affection. In addition, he's consumed by his job and worries about how his co-workers perceive him. He seems to prioritize work relationships over our relationship. Because I have been depressed by the meager affection he shows me, I began an intimate relationship with a former co-worker, Dan. Dan expresses no reservations or restraint in his feelings for me. He makes me feel appreciated, beautiful, and loved. I have strong feelings for them both and realize I have created a horrible situation. I don't want to abandon a stable, caring relationship that was cultivated over three years, and I'm terrified that ending the relationship in favor of one with Dan would be something I'll be regretting later. But I'm unwilling to break things off with Dan. I'd appreciate any advice. How is Abby supposed to give her an answer to this, huh? Where does she go? Come on. She says, I'll try because your relationship with Ron left you feeling so empty that you went looking for solace. In another man's arms, ask yourself whether you really love Ron or just the challenge of getting him to finally commit to you. You are unwilling to give Dan up because he gives you affection and validation, which are vital in a long-term relationship. Recognize that you are cheating on both men, which is fair to neither one. And do not think that Ron won't find out. He'll read this letter, of course. If you want to spend your life with an emotionally unavailable workaholic, do the honorable thing and break up with Dan. And if what you have been getting from Dan is more important to you, you know the drill. That was a tough one to answer. Hmm? But I think uh, Dan really knew about the uh, that she was married or had a relationship. I don't know. Anyway, I guess that's the best possible answer you could have given. Did you ever pretend, did you ever read some of these... Um, advice columns and think how would you answer that letter I do that all the time how would you answer that letter what would you say huh? I wonder if they get some help uh, from other people on another desk hey psh, come on over here what do you think of this letter how would you answer that huh? I like to do that all the time what would I answer I don't know if it would be the right one but Anyway, uh, 860-889-5252 is the telephone number. That's not the original uh, Dear Abby. That I, I think was her daughter or somebody that just took the name. Why change the name? Because it's so successful. Just leave it at Abby. Could be an Abby relative. You never know. And still a very popular column. 
Hey, I thought we'd uh, throw in a little Hootenanny music. Remember Hootenanny? If this doesn't put you in a good mood, pretend the sun's out. Here's John Denver. When I was a little bitty boy, just up off of the floor, we used to go down to Grandma's house every month in the snow. We'd have chicken pie and country ham with homemade butter on the bread. But the best darn thing about Grandma's house was a great big feather bed. It was nine feet high and six feet wide, soft as a downy chick. It was made from the feathers of four to eleven geese, took a whole loaf of cloth for the tick. It'd hold eight kids and four hound dogs and a piggy wee stone from the shed. We didn't get much sleep, but we had a lot of fun on Grandma's feather bed. After supper, we'd sit around the fire, the old folks would spit and chew. Paul would talk about the farm and the war, and Grant would sing a ballad or two. I'd sit and listen and watch the fire till the cobwebs filled my head. Next thing I'd know, I'd wake up in the morning in the middle of the old feather bed. It was nine feet high and six feet wide, soft as a downy chick. It was made from the feathers of four to eleven geese, took a whole world apart for a tick. Did hold eight kids and four half dogs and a piggy weed stole from the shed. We didn't get much sleep, but we had a lot of fun on Grandma's feather bed. My ma, I love my pa, I love granny and grandpa too. I've been fishing with my uncle, I wrestled with my cousin, I even kissed Aunt Lou. Ooh, but if I ever had to make a choice, I guess it ought to be said. But I'd trade them all, plus a gal down the road for grandma's feather bed. I'd trade them all, plus a gal down the road. Well, the basic bed's in at the gal down the road. It was nine feet high and six feet wide, soft as a downy chick. It was made from the feathers of four and eleven geese, took a whole wolf of cloth for the pig. And it hold eight kids, four hound dogs, and a piggy wheat stone from the shed. We didn't get much sleep, but we had a lot of fun on Grandma's feather bed. We didn't get much sleep, but we had a lot of fun on Grandma's feather bed. Hey, Johnny Denver, uh, Grandma's feather bed. They still have feather beds? Hmm. What are we do? How are we doing on the time here? Eight minutes before two. It's our Anything Goes Hour, and we're doing anything and everything. And if you'd like to uh, get in on the action, you're welcome to do so. But we've got some things that we can get to. And uh, let's see. This year is 2023. I'm trying to find some things that are going on this year because a lot of the stuff coming in on March is uh, coming up like the St. Patty's Parade, but let's not rush that, okay? United Way, always around. 211, help is just a caller way. With the help from United Way. United Way 211 is a system to help via telephone a single integrated source for information about community services, crisis intervention, and referrals to health and human services. It's as simple as that. It is assessed toll-free from anywhere in Connecticut by simply dialing 211. It operates 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Multilingual call specialists and TDD access is available. Last year, 211 helped 23,351 callers from New London County with free information and referral. So you don't have to go looking, you know, trying to find a telephone book or this or that. Yeah, try to find one of those. Just dial 211. 
WICH, welcome. Hello. Hello. Hi there. I was just calling your John Denver song made me think. Yes. Um, years ago, when my husband was still in the Navy, we lived in Hawaii, and John Denver came there, and my son, who was only in kindergarten at the time, love absolutely loved John Denver, and we bought front row seats. Oh, good. Well, here this little five-year-old kid knew every single word to every song, and that feather bed song, he was kind of bouncing up and down in his seat there at the concert, and John Denver actually looked down at him and said, now look at that little boy, you can tell he really loves me, because not only does he know every word, but... The child is dancing in his seat. So I just thought that would be kind of cute to share with you all. That's a great story. He must have been so thrilled with uh, John talking to him, talking about him, huh? Yeah, and he was very devastated when John Denver died. Yeah. It was like that was very sad. One of our friends. Hmm. Thanks for sharing that story. I can just picture it. All right. Well, you have a great day, and stay safe. You too. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye now. That's sweet, huh? Picture a five-year-old getting into John Denver. That's one person I regret I never saw in concert. I think I like everything he recorded. He also wrote some very nice songs and uh, seemed like an all-around good guy. He was flying a plane, and God knows what happened. And uh, that was it. His life was over. And he did have, like everybody else, people think, oh, these celebrities haven't made. But he had some personal situations, like everybody. But what a nice entertainer he was. And if you ever get a chance to see the movie Oh God, rated G, by the way, for God, it's uh, John Denver and George Burns. George plays God in the movie. It is one absolutely terrific movie. Absolutely. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. It's called Oh God, John Denver and George Burns. All right, let's uh, leave you with a really nice song here with uh, Bette Midler. And we'll get to some news and then uh, Jimmy Fela. Don't forget, Dick Pillar will be my guest tomorrow at 1 o'clock. The Poker King. Be careful out there today. It's uh, snowing. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it looks like it. From a distance, the world looks blue and green. And the snow-capped mountains white. From a distance, the ocean meets the stream. And the eagle takes to flight.
of the words to that song. It is an incredible song by Pet Bette Midler. All right, kids. Oh, we missed the kids today. Let's get